Alright, so, uh, welcome everyone back to, uh, the fourth session of the, se uh, the, the se of the sessions of the campaign. Are we, uh, are we recording We right are, now? we are recording right now, so no okay. saying the names. You all know what I'm talking about. like, alright, let me, let me, like, double check. Um, Zephyr is here, right? Yeah, maybe? Yeah, yeah Zephyr's here. Okay. Okay, so, as a quick, uh, recap of the previous session... It started off with everyone making their way finally to the to the Redwater Ruins. Upon arriving, you would see that it was in fact a very old and abandoned set of ruins, uh, not having been touched in seemingly many, many years. Upon entering the cavern and adventuring around for a moment, you would discover piles and piles of corpses, of which one had a letter, and I believe Samin, you picked it up and read it. Um, which revealed some very strange uh, background information that spoke of a bunch of adventurers working for some blasted king in some type of quest that he knew was almost a dead, like a death sentence. Um, so I'm sure you took that in mind, as you are. And I got. Oh yes, and we're, and, we're getting to you. And I got death aids. So as everyone made their way further down, you would hear voices. Continuing on, you would actually see a group of cultists, one strangely being that of a Shadar Kai, which also stood out to you, Samin, as you know that the Shadar Kai were somewhat banished beyond the realm of the, uh, like, the physical realm, the physical world that you all reside in. So that was something that didn't really quite make sense to see. Uh, upon killing him, you would see his body, or upon knocking him out, I guess, y'all knocked him out. Um, you would see his body get engulfed in a black liquid of which he was worshipping earlier, and it would transform him into a raging beast. Finally, you would put him down for good. But that wouldn't quite end the troubles, as the goo would then pierce Samin, Theobald, and Bear Arms, but would really only have an effect on Bear Arms. As you would all kind of look around the area, Seal would discover a new wand, of which I'm sure he's trying to figure out some way to use the thing. And Theobald would come across straight a, or quite a strange looking relic, of which is now implanted in him, uh, for lack of better words. Finally, Barons would begin to see... <laughs> would begin to see very strange, disturbing visions. Things that seemingly made him see a possible future, but uh, for the time being would just disregard it, as hey, uh, it was quite, yes? I had a, uh, we're supposed to be level 4, Yes, right? you're supposed to be level 4. Yes. Oh, shit. <laughs> you said it's level 5, didn't you? Or are you still level 3? I have not done any of them. Well, you, uh, you can get started on that while we're still continuing this. Don't... <clears throat> can't you read Seal's name? It's Seal Dumbass Lunster. <laughs> anyway. What do you expect? Upon finishing off the Shadar Kai and finding everything, all the gold and... I rolled and a 7! All the gold and, and things like that, <laughs> you would all head back to the wagon to discover that nothing had been touched... And you would all get back in the wagon and begin to set off on the long trip back to the kingdom of Pathstow. And that is your hit die. Is your hit die a D eight seal? Yeah. But that okay. is where we will resume the adventure. 
So right now, I believe uh, where we last left off, Bear Arms, you were currently driving the wagon. Um, and I'm assuming either Theobald or Samin were close to the front uh, with everyone else in the back being followed by the table. Yeah. <laughs> don't, yeah, don't forget that table. That table's still there. <laughs> So, where are we going to find a ladder and a chair so we can have a mobile TLC match? <laughs> so, is anyone doing anything while the travel is commencing back to the kingdom? Yeah, Cameron, I'll tell you what I'm doing. Okay. I'm driving this damn cart. <laughs> is anyone else uh, doing anything while the king or while the chariot, or the chariot, the wagon is bringing to make its way back to the kingdom? Uh, I mean, I'll be on the lookout. Alright, so you're going to be on the lookout. Uh... Seal is uh, is in a state of comatose as his body's leveling up. <laughs> yep. Um, I'm sleepy. You're sleeping? Alright. Yeah, I'm uh, sleepy. Well, wait, wait, wait. No, I think Samin would be sleeping too, because she almost died. Right, yeah, okay. Yeah. So we're immediately leaving. I'm just straight, she's just straight sleeping. Okay, so Samin and Theobald are just nabbing in the back. Seal's in a coma. Zephyr, are you doing anything? you thinking about anything in particular? you just chilling out in the back? What are you, what are you doing, buddy? I'm just messing with my loot, tuning it. Alright. Hey, Bard. Why don't you play as a traveling dude? <laughs> well, for one, my loot's not tuned. Ah, tomato, tomato. Use your voice. Best instrument guy. You're asleep. There's a reason I play instruments and don't sing. I'm sleepy. I'm not asleep. Ah, okay, okay. Alright. Well, I'm gonna assume the wagon is continuing its way back to the kingdom. Uh, yes. One thing, Bear Arms, is you notice that as you are continuing to drive the wagon forward, um, as, you know, the days pass, uh, you, you manage to stay up for quite a while, um, but you know, you do notice that as you begin to feel more fatigued, more, more sleepy, like you need to pass the wagon on to someone else, um, you feel like you can hear just these whispers in the back of your mind occasionally. Nothing constant, and really nothing that you can make out super, super well. But, uh, occasionally you do hear just a voice, a, a very hard to make out voice in the background, uh, in the back of your mind just speaking to you, but... It's very hard to make out. Uh, it must be one of the ones I see. I still have. I'll ignore it. Ain't nothing important. Alright, so at any point... Alright. Well, which one of you can drive carts? Which one of you? Samin will slowly blink awake. Having slept for most of the day, she goes, I can drive. I've been sleeping otherwise. Alright, good luck. Good night. And I pass the fuck out and I'm like, Seal's hand gonna, off the reins, switch Seal's to the back, hop up, and also jump in the front, but not grab the reins in any means whatsoever. <laughs> He's just gonna uh, take a seat next to Samin. Looking at the stars. Okay. Uh, as you're right looking there, up at the stars, you actually see it's it's an extremely uh, open sky. There's no clouds in sight, and all the stars are completely in sight. They're all shining extremely bright, um, and the moon is extremely bright as well, actually illuminating the path almost perfectly, as uh, you're so far from the kingdom at the moment that there's really no type of torchlight or anything really to illuminate and, and pollute the night sky. 
fucking bullshit. Samin just kind of chuckles, glances over, and starts keeps continues driving the cart. Um, <clears throat> sorry, I had to shut my door. So, uh, uh, Samin, um, as you're continuing on the travel, you can't quite shake off the feeling, just the memory of that Shadar Kai and how he he didn't quite stand out. Or he didn't quite really fit in with everything going on. It really didn't make sense for him to be there. Um, mm-hmm. uh, I don't know if there's anything you'd want to do regarding the wave, the Raven Queen. Any type of communication you can make with her. Because uh, while she can't really, you know, she can't actually communicate. She can communicate in a way of images and emotions and things of the such. Um, I'll call my Raven down. Hmm. And knowing that the raven is connecting back to the raven queen uh just kind of glance at it and just speak into its mind just saying if you know anything about this please tell me if you can can you make a that's about it. hmm it's not particularly a religion but it still kind of works for the time being can you make me a religion check sure first roll of the night let's fucking go make sure this is actually stable uh, not a crit miss, but not great. Uh, that's a seven. A seven? So, as you speak into the mind of the raven, um, and you wait for a reply, uh, a long, long moment passes, and nothing really happens. You, you do get a single, uh, picture, a, a type of mental image appears in your mind after that long moment. Um, but it's very vague, and, and you really don't know what it could have to do with anything. It, you see a, a small village uh, burning just to the ground. It's There's almost no... You don't see any living creatures, no wildlife, no humanoids. Just a, a village of stone and wood just burning to the ground. And after another moment, the mental image actually disappears from your mind. Thank you. Ask that she'll continue to just keep watch. Okay. Raven now on her shoulder, driving the cart. Mm-hmm. The Raven's driving the cart? <laughs> Oi, Raven can drive. <laughs> You'd be surprised what they what do around here. What fucking world are we living in? <laughs> You're living in D&D. A world of amusement <laughs> and amazement. So, uh, lastly, before we, uh, before you all finish your trip back to the actual kingdom, Bear Arms, one final thing. As you lay down and begin to drift off to sleep, you have a very, very vivid dream. The dream starts off with you walking seemingly aimlessly in a forest, and you don't you can't really quite tell how you got there or why you were there in the first place. But as you look around, you can actually see that you actually are near your old home. You actually near the your home within the actual, the actual forest of Darkwell, near uh, Grimsby, and in between that town as well as Ferrith. You hear in the background, somewhere in the distance, just. The, the cries and screams of, of people, of women and children. 
and they're constant, and you recognize the screams. You hear them screaming your name, and the name of Gabriel. You hear them scream, just curse you, Gabriel. Curse you, bare arms. May you burn, burn in the great beyond. And you recognize it. You could never forget these sounds. You know they are the voices that you heard on that one cursed night deep in your past. But it's different. Instead of the almost remorse that you felt at the time, instead of the regret, you feel a sense of pride, of happiness, of content with the actions that you had just completed, or the actions that you had just done. And as you continue down into the forest, making your way deeper and deeper in, um, you begin to feel something just tugging at your feet, something as if as if something is reaching from the ground and grabbing on your ankles. Um, and uh, as you look down to see what it is, you see just these pitch black, goopy, slimy hands reaching from the ground, grabbing onto your ankles, onto your legs, piercing into your skin with almost claw-like fingertips, trying to pull you into the dirt. Um, and I need you to make a uh, either a dexterity saving throw or a strength saving throw, please. Oh, good. I'm uh, I'm good at one of those things, and I'll let you, I'll let you take a guess. <laughs> I got a seven. A seven. Okay. So as you try to continue on, as you try to break from their grasp, just using your sheer strength to just rip your legs out from their from their grasps. You find it's not enough as they begin to pull you farther and farther in until your knees are submerged into the dirt. They continue to pull your waist down, your chest, as they grab onto your shoulders, wrapping their hands around your mouth and your face, just pulling you into the dirt. And as you get pulled, finally submerged completely into the dirt, all you hear, all you see is darkness. You hear nothing. And finally, you hear that same voice begin to speak again. And it says in a graspy, scratchy voice, just... <sighs> Out of everyone I could have chosen, you're the best choice. And then finally, you would snap awake in a cold sweat, and you would actually see the wagon pulling back into the kingdom, uh, going back into the walls. It's actually bright outside. It's about... At this point, breaking noon, the sun's high in the air as the wagon begins to pull its way back into the kingdom. Trouble sleeping? The fuck was that? There's, there's something quite wrong going on here. It's the kingdom, you know, tower. Thank you, Theo. Thank you. Uh, Theobald, you and I, we need to have a chat. Like right now, or? No, away from the rest of the party. Uh, Something see. that happened quite a while ago. That, that day? Aye. So as the wagon right. pulls into the... Sorry, I didn't know if you were done yet. I mean, yeah, I was just, okay. just going to say, just tell me when. Alright, so as the wagon pulls into the kingdom, uh, you all go back to the barracks of which y'all, uh, borrowed it from. 
whenever you would uh, bring it back to the actual barracks and return it in, in one solid piece, the, the guard who had actually let you through the first time, Saokar, he looks back at everyone and just gives a silent nod and a, and a quick thank you to all, to, to all of you for returning the wagon in good peace and good condition, not bringing it back in broken pieces or even not bringing it back at all. Hey, Seal, you never know. Hey, did we ever get that lady's name? Um. No. Oh, wait, wait, wait. let me check my Google Doc. I'll say I wasn't there, so I didn't write it down. I, I don't write things down. Uh, she did say the name. Let me pull it up. Um, she said her name was uh. Let's see here. Uh, but the first thing I'm doing, I'm I'm gonna go see Boulder. Eleanor, Eleanor de Bobek. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. that's her name. De Bobek. Eleanor de Booby, gotcha. <laughs> uh, so actually, as you were making your way out, the soldier would actually stop you, Bear Arms, placing a hand on her shoulder and say, um, uh, sorry to interrupt you, but, uh, there has been a disturbance while you were gone. The, the king has requested all the adventurers to return to the, to the castle for just a moment so that he may speak to you all. Uh, the entire party, is it just... Just all of you. He, he's calling that of all the adventurers to show up. Aye, aye, aye. Alright. Let's go. God, go see this damn fucking car. did look mighty angry last night. Maybe this is what to do about it. <laughs> Don't the stars look hey. every angry every night? No, 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 no. Oh, man. Yeah. What do the stars say about my love life? Dark. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> okay, as the, uh, I'm, I'm gonna assume that everyone is going straight to the castle, not not gonna veer off in any way. Seal says absolutely nothing else besides dark. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yep. Nope. Uh, I'm I'm heading to the castle. Okay. Um, as you all arrive to the castle, uh, the guards they all recognize you. They let you back in, and you continue back down the long corridor, just as you had the very first time you had entered the castle. When you get to the larger double doors uh, that actually goes into the throne room and they open, you see um, the same uh, other adventures that you had seen before. You know, you see the other Goliath from before. You see the half-elf, um, uh, the drow, and the dragonborn. One strange thing, however, is the other half-elf, uh, the, the last party that y'all had seen before, the human, the half-elf, and the two gnomes, um, you don't see the whole party there. In fact, you only see the two gnomes. The human and the half-elf are absent. Um, on... Well, well, you better have the gnomes. The, the gnomes kind of look at each other, and then one of them looks up at you and says, uh, we don't know. One of them... They just went missing. They they heard a strange noise and they went to go investigate and they never showed up. And, and then the other, they they said they would go and find them, but oh, that was that was two two days ago and they we haven't heard anything from them. In fact, we haven't been able to find them at all anywhere. 
So you just left them? They told us. They told us to stay here. We're we're not fighters like them. They they were more attuned towards combat, and they they told us to stand back and and just wait. And if if they never showed up to go and find them, but we couldn't. We we did everything. We even casted our spells to to look for the the clothing or or items they had on them, but they the spells just wouldn't work. It's like well, they just disappeared. You should have should have stayed. With, as a whole group, you should have went to investigate that noise. They they don't really say anything. I said they just kind of look at each other and then just look down at the floor um, and turn back to face the king, who is currently on the throne. I see how it is. I look over Gabriel's party and see uh, how they're doing. If uh, I can see any so battle damage or anything, make a perception check. Ooh, all right. Here we go, perception. It's gonna be eighteen. Eighteen, okay. So as you look at his party, as you look at the dragonborn, the half elf, and the drow, and also Goliath, the uh, Gabriel, you see that it looks like they have been actually put through the ringer a little bit. Gabriel has large scratch marks across his armor and actually some type of dark purple black dried liquid on him it looks like some type of blood maybe um as for the drow you see the black robes he wore are, are pretty tattered you see the actually the cloak the hood that he would wear over his head is pretty cut up um and it looks like he had been through some trouble as well as for the half elf uh, you actually see a large, large gash across her left arm. Um, and it looks like it's been, it's healed over at this point, but it looks like there was almost a, a scar, a large gash left across it from some type of battle. And for the Dragonborn, uh, his armor is similar to the state of Gabriel's. You see just large slashes across it, as well as a dark purple and black liquid dried up on it. Okay. Only they're fighting the fun stuff. Uh, as everyone pours into the throne room, the king looks at everyone and, and just, uh, he looks at you and says, Ah, yes, uh, welcome back, everyone. Welcome back. I am happy to see you all, but, uh, I, uh, I have some unfortunate news, uh, regarding the situation. And also some news regarding, uh, the, the party here. He says and points at Goliath, or not Goliath, sorry, uh, Gabriel's group and, and everyone else. Um, he says, so let's, let's keep things organized. So, uh, approximately about four or five days ago, uh, it, I received word from my... Uh, my, my government officials that I have in the, the other cities that are connected to the kingdom. You know, Seameat and, and Fareth and Aenor and, and all that of the such. And I've received disturbing news that every single one of them have been sending reports or, or getting more sightings of strange anomalies that didn't fit in with things before. Things are changing. It's almost like something happened a couple of days ago, and it's just affecting everything. I look over to the party, kind of give him a little side eye, <laughs> look back at the king. He uh, he notices you do that, and he looks over at you at you uh, five and says, "Well, 
Now that I think of it, you five have been missing for quite some time. My, my guards have not seen you anywhere. What, what happened? Where, where have you been? Went shopping. No, we did that before we left. But uh, we've been out uh to a ruin. A ruin. Oh, about four or five days away from the other, the city proper. A ruin. Field trip. Oh, Redwater. Yes, Redwater ruins. What? Yes. What were you? Uh, yes. What were you doing all the way out there? That's quite a travel from here. Uh, trip, teaching about stars. Yeah, he taught us about stars. A lot of stars. Right. I still have a headache, and stars is a trigger word for me now. But, and I uh, have some darkness in my life. We already knew that. <laughs> uh, let me get to my fucking point. We, uh... We got some information from a citizen of your fair kingdom. That something... Odd was happening over there. Odd? Well, what what do you mean by odd? What what could be going on over there? That place has been abandoned for years now. Oh, it wasn't abandoned when we when we got there. Uh, warlock fellow, so mean. Hi. What uh? What was that thing that you were very concerned over <sighs> that was there? She kind of takes a moment, kind of glancing at the others. Uh people here other than the king and just kind of goes we met with a Shadarkai, uh, a follower of the raven queen uh, i say met with it's more of fought and it murdered and it met it gone real quick but not due yes. to our actions actually once we um, defeated it there was a strange black liquid, I believe, uh, that came out of a cauldron and covered its body, transforming it into something monstrous. The uh, moment you I... mention even the Shadarkai, the king was, before, was more leaned back in his chair, trying to recall his words, but at the mention of that Shadarkai, he snaps forward, leaning forward intensely as he looks at you straight on and says, a wait, 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 a Shadarkai, did I hear you correctly? She will stare back, straight face, just like, not intimidating per se, but like, pretty close. Uh, it's, see, I didn't stutter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he, he, at that, he just looks down and places his, uh, one of his, his hands on his forehead and like, and rubs his temple and just sighs and just, oh no, it's him. <sighs> okay. Him? Yes, it's, him. Le okay, let me, let me explain. There was a Shadar Kai. Uh, he was spotted, actually, back when these rebellions were starting. He was actually almost at every single rebellion, almost every single uprising that happened. He was there. We believed him to be one of the uppers, one of the one of the upper nobles or rankings, at least, of of the rebellion. Maybe one of the commanders. And you say you found him in the ruins. Aye. He was Aye. a prick. And he put quite a, he put he is. up quite a fight. Right. And as for that liquid, you say it it, it transformed him. Made him a monster. I call him Grindy Goop. Yes, it's Grindy Goop. It changed him. And once we defeated him, three of us were attacked by the liquid once it pulled off of him. Uh, like I can't bitches. say that I can't say that there's been any effects 
of it so far, but I fear the worst if something has happened that we don't know yet. Right. I, uh, I don't say a word because, uh, <laughs> witch hunt is not fun. <laughs> he, uh, he does nod his head and goes, all right, well, at least you took care of him. After that liquid, uh, is, is there any of it still at the ruins? Anything that maybe I could send out a, a field search to that I can uh, collect for research? Was there any? There, actually, yes. Yeah, there was a, it pulled off of him and was just laying Not on the just floor. that. Uh, Samin pulls out a small flask that she previously <laughs> filled with the liquid and goes, I, I, uh, I done that. <laughs> collected some of it for research purposes. If you need it to research, I'll gladly give it to you. He nods but, uh, his head and just goes, yes, yes, uh, here, my, my advisor that, that you spoke to before, um, get, hand it over to him. Um, and as you actually look over to his side, the, uh, the human in the, uh, rose, his prime advisor, standing next to him, just like he always is, and he just reaches out to take the, uh, the liquid. Can I really quickly insight check him again? Because I'm still thinking he's shifty. Yeah, go for it. Okay, let's go inside. Let's do this. I was thinking the same thing. I'm gonna oh do that. Oh my fucking god, right, dude! Don't ask the old guy anything because I'm gonna go get some water. Okay. That the old is... guy. The old guy also rolled a 23 on a wisdom, uh, random wisdom check. A five. That's a five. The old. You said you want to roll one god as well. Damn it. You're muted, by the way. Let me let me check. What's up? I said you wanted to check. You wanted to roll as well, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. Okay, roll roll an inside check. Insight. I'm trying to find that on my skill thing. So okay, so it's just plus zero. For me, so it's just a d20. Yeah, right? yeah, it's all d20. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever you get. Twelve. Twelve. So Samin, as you than mine. try to look at him and just see if if he really is trustworthy, because he he gives you just an uneasy feeling. You really can't make much out of him, especially with the fact that he's just kind of standing there, not saying anything, not moving at all, just waiting to take the, the liquid from you. Um, at the current time, you really don't have a reason to distrust him completely. As for Theobald... I kind of mutter and just hand it over. He, he takes it, and as for Theobald, um, you can't quite make out what it is, but as you look at him, you do definitely get just this uneasy feeling from the man. Um, you feel like he he does have a true uh, loyalty to the king. That he he is truly trying to help the king, and he really is a a royal advisor. But as for maybe what he how he cares for you or any of the other party members of any of the parties, um, you just get this very vague uh, sense that you are the complete last thing on his mind. Uh, gotcha. As so, uh, he just takes the uh, the the liquid and just play. Uh, he looks at the king and then nods his head and walks off, heading into a different room to begin working on his uh, whatever he has to do. As for the king, he uh, he nods his head and says, "Right, well, <sighs> so you may want to send some uh, some clerics over there, right, to uh, some maybe maybe cleanse the place of any uncleanliness. Uh, and then, even though they may be our enemies." And they may not be a part of this kingdom no more. Give the body the proper burial. Right. I'm sure that it that at least might help with anything else regarding the undead. Maybe that'll at least put their souls at rest. Aye. Well, regardless, that that covers that. As for the others, as I was mentioning of the other cities, the the other three cities of the kingdom, Sea Meat, Fareth, and Anor, they are they all are just giving me 
troubling information about just strange things going on. Each each unique occurrence is happening in each city. Uh, they, for all I know, they could be connected to just everything going on right now, but they they are quite some distance. So, if if you can ever confirm anything is happening there can be connected here, then please, I I uh, I request your aid to those cities as well. We can go to Fareth if you must. I have some connections there that might help. Fareth. Ah, yes, that's right. You are from Fareth. I heard about that from from the mayor there. He he put in a word for you. Why? Fareth's away is a, is quite a way. A ways, isn't it, though? Yes, all of the the cities are quite spread thin from the actual kingdom here. It's it's we've been trying to create more roads, more type of faster transportation to get there. The the quickest I could recommend to get to any of these places is uh uh is maybe an airship, but the airship won't have really anywhere to land in in Aenor or Fareth. They would really only be able to land you in Sea Meat, and even then. It would. I. I can't cover really any pricing for you on that. That's. It's. It's an independent. Uh, business separate from my actual reach. Uh, it's. And it's. It just. It. It's. It brings in too much income. We. I. I can't cut down the prices for that. It's. I'm sorry. Well, then, doesn't seem like you're very uh, interested in our help, in a Ferrison. Well, Ferrith, it's it wouldn't like I said, you wouldn't be able to land an airship there anyway. There, it's it's too much. It's it's too small of a of a of a village. There, there's no proper way for it, the airships to land there. It the the environment is it's not fit for it. Um, but that that's that's something that you can look up to on on your own time. The last well, thing we'll figure it out. The last thing I wanted to bring up is uh, the other party here of uh, of Gabriel. Cage, Grimgon, and, and Iodak. They, they also ran into some type of troubling news, almost similar to what to what you're talking about, Colgrag uh, and your companions. Um, go, uh, you there, Gabriel? Would you like to uh, bring out the body and and tell them of what happened? Um, at that, the Goliath will nod his head, and he actually walks over to a curtain that was closed. And whenever he opens the, he pulls the curtain aside, you see just this mangled body. It's this horrifying creature. It looks like a weird conglomerate of two entirely different beings that were forced together in some type of unholy way to make a whole so new creature. So it's a chimera? Yes. It's, um, okay. But it looks like it's only made of two beings, just um, both humanoid uh, figures. Oh. And... Whenever everyone turns to look at it, you actually hear one of the gnomes just, <gasps> no, no, that, that, no, no, that, that can't be it. And he actually drops to his I, knees. I went over to their arms. I guess we found their party members. Oh, I, I guess luckily they didn't go with them. And yes, actually, it, that, when, um... when you look closer, you actually see it is a human and a type of elf actually combined you see one of the ears uh, one of the ears of the creatures is long and pointed while the others is like that of a normal humans I, I lean over the seal and go uh, I'll tell, I'll think he's, he's I'm back, he's back, Seal's back. Oh, I'll lean over the seal and go well that's a funny way to make a half elf <laughs> oh god <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> sorry um 
So anyway, as you look at that, uh, Gabriel looks at the rest of you and says, All right, now listen here. We were just adventuring. We heard strange noises coming from the sewers, from the, from the dark beneath the city. And we went to, to check, and this monstrosity was down there. It was in front of some strange, like you just called it, some black goo. We managed to take it out, but it put up quite a damn fight. The twenty white white You're saying that this thing was in the city? Yes, it was in the sewers. Beneath the lower district, beneath the where the lower class are. It was beneath all of them. So there's black there's this black goo in the city. Right. The soliloquy solution. <laughs> Um, he... That's a big fucking word for you, Seal. Thanks. But uh, he, uh, All right. uh, as he looks at it, um, you see uh, Cage, uh, the the or no, sorry, the the dark elf. He walks over to the body, twirling a a dagger in his hands, and goes, "Yeah, but it didn't really put up a fight, now, did it?" And then he just stabs his dagger into it. Um, and whenever he does, you actually see one of the gnomes just take a sharp breath as he covers his eyes, not wanting to watch. I uh, I look over their party and look at them. So uh, did it? Did the goo itself attack you? Uh, the uh, the other uh, the half elf, the small woman, walks forward and says, "No, well, actually, yes. It in a way, it it tried to latch out at us and and attack. And actually, it landed on on Gabriel there, but it it didn't." It, it tried to, to, it latched onto me as well, but nothing's happened so far. And I've asked Gabriel if he's alright, but he, uh, he insists that he's fine. Nah, Gabriel won't tell you a single word. He, at that, Gabriel's kind of, right. like, looks at you with a, a piercing eye, but doesn't say anything. I feel as if Baron, you might not either. Oi, don't you say a word to me about this. Me, me and Theobald are going to have a chat about what's happening. So, and, oops, sorry. And I'll go in the rest of the group in, but this is a chat me and Theobald must have. Especially if Gabriel over there is also affected by, uh, by what's going on. Gabriel shakes his head and... and, and... Ignores you, turning to look back at the body, um, pulling uh, the dark elf's dagger out and just pushing the uh, the dull end against him, just very roughly. To which the dark elf just kind of looks at him with a pissed off look, but takes the dagger back. Um, so as this is happening, the king just looks at at the at all of you and, and says, "That's an unfortunate thing. I I was not aware that that was." Your party members. I'm sorry. I I know you all came here together, but this just further emphasizes that this is getting out of hand. We need to do something about this. It's it was bad in the city even before in the kingdom. There was rebellions and riots, but it wasn't this bad. There was no monsters like this just in my kingdom. Hey. Hmm. We will get it taken care of. We will get it figured out. Right now, in the time to panic, keep your damn fucking pants on, and we'll figure it out. We don't want this to turn into another wolf pine situation. He just nods his head and goes, nah, no, neither do I. I'm, 
aware of everything that happened over there. I would rather not have that happen here. Why <sighs> would I? But that's this is everything I wanted you to to know. Everything I wanted you to to be aware of. With with this, uh, you're you're all free to to leave and get back to what you are doing. Um, if you have any questions, uh, my my advisor here, I. He's, he's always here in the kingdom, and, and you have access to the kingdom, just not the throne room, but I'm sure you can find him anywhere in the kingdom, or in the king, or the castle oh, itself. Yeah. I, if you ever yeah, need yeah, anything, yeah. He, he can answer questions. I, uh, I want to go talk to the gnomes. The gnomes? Okay. I'm going to go with him. Okay. Yeah, uh, when you go over, one of them is still on his knees, just his face and his hands, just breathing very, uh, very... Very, uh, what's the word? Um, choppily. Very just jaggedly. Um, and the other one is just staying behind him, a hand on his shoulder, just rubbing his back, just trying to comfort him. As, uh, he, as they just look on at the, the, the mangled corpse of their old friends. Uh, crouch down or get, get on my, on one knee and whatever. Alright. So you said one heard a noise and the other one went to go find him. The, the, the gnome who doesn't have his face in his hands, uh, the one who hadn't spoken yet, looks up at you and nods and says, Yes, I, uh, the, our, our friend there, uh, uh, Jacob, the, the man, the human, he he left to, to go investigate, and then the half-elf, yeah, he, he went to go find him because he'd been taken a while, and he told us to stay there. He insisted that he would be all right, but like, I guess he was wrong. Did he, uh... Have I them seen anything strange, any visions, any memories that were a little different? He just shakes his head and goes, no, they, they were completely fine. This, this only happened uh, about maybe two days after us getting into the kingdom, and we, we hadn't even done any adventuring yet. We were just getting ready. We were getting our gear and getting all of our, our potions and, and just making sure we were stocked and ready to go, and... It was, it was probably around, uh, around maybe a little bit after, after midnight, when the sound started and they went to investigate. Where were you when you heard these sounds? We were in a, we were in a, a tavern, an inn, down in the, the lower, uh, the lower area of the kingdom. It was, um, it was called, uh, the, uh, let me pull that up here. There a big pit in the middle of it? No, no, it was it was called uh the the sleeping tabaxi. Ah. It's it's a small inn, a small tavern down in the, the lower area of the kingdom. We were there just getting one final night before we would start our, our adventuring. And it just it all went so wrong. Uh do you remember what the the sound sounded like? It sounded um, it's like just talking, like it's just two, two or three people talking to each other. But they were saying things like, uh, "Oh gosh, it's so hard to remember." I'm sorry. They, I think they they mentioned uh, like a time. They mentioned some type of of uh, of city, some other some other city in the kingdom. Uh, it's hard for me to remember. I'm not from this kingdom. It, uh, I think the king said it. I think that he mentioned Fareth. In, in, Fareth? Yes, Fareth, Fareth. He mentioned Fareth. And, um, he mentioned some other name, too. It's, 
Oh God! So what was his name? He, it's shit. Uh, I'm sorry, I can't remember. It was they just mentioned some no, some man in 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 Farrah. That's all I can remember. It's fine. It's fine. Did one of these voices were they like raspy? Almost hard to understand a little bit. No, they they just they sounded like normal people. I they we I'm they I I almost mistook it for just some random banter going on, but. Uh, I think Jacob, he heard something, something strange, something that didn't sound right, and that's why he went to go check it out. It's all right. And uh, he goes, he he's trying to think, as he's trying to think of something else to say, the other gnome just slowly or very silently says, um, almost on, in, almost inaudible completely, except for Samin, uh, your your high 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 passive perception, um, you're able to make out one word that the gnome says. And you hear him say, Clan Brew. He said, Clan Brew. Shit. And, uh, other than that, the, the gnome just puts his face back in his hands. We're sorry for your loss. What was that, Samin? We're going there now. Did you drop a fuck? Did you drop your sword or something? We're going, going where? Where the sleeping tabaxi. Alright. Well, first I have to go to the. I have to go see Baldor. I don't like cats. That's not Seal's voice. <laughs> Seal, I don't like sand. Cats. I hate sand. It's coarse and gritty, and it gets everywhere. Everywhere. <laughs> but uh, I, well, how about we head over to Baldur's? We get what's waiting for us there, and then we head right over to the sleeping Tabaski. Tabas <laughs> Tabaski. Tabasco. Tabaski. Oh, give me some of that wacky Tabaski. <laughs> Woo! Oh, have a good time. Yeah! Hey there, partner. That new shipment of Copenhagen men? Well, howdy, partner. My name's Victor. I'm the one who pulled you out of that their grave over there after they shot you. Yeah, no, we're moving it's on from this. Okay, so is everyone? Uh, is everyone? This is no funny bit. Is anyone else doing? <laughs> is anyone doing anything else before uh, you all begin to leave the uh, the castle? At this point, by the way, um, the uh, the the other four party members, the uh, Gabriel and his group, you actually see them. Just turn and begin to begin to make their way out of the castle. So if you if anyone wanted to say anything to them, now is the chance before they leave. To who? Uh, to, to Gabriel well, and glare his party. The... To to the to the person you hate. Uh, yeah, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna stay away from him. Mm -hmm. Samin has says nothing to say except she does glare at the drow, or, or half drow drow. He's just a drow. He's a full blooded drow from okay. Rikido. Uh, when you do that, he just kind of gives you a smirk and just twirls the the blade in his fingers and then sheathes it and just continues to walk. All right, so. Uh, Good question. The, the, the gnome said uh, the sewers under the. Yeah, he he, he said right? uh he 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 said that the voices could be heard from the sewers nearby underneath the sleeping tabaxi. Uh, presumably that um they could just hear the voices coming from the manhole. Okay. All right. So, uh, fine. We'll let you, I'll, I'll let you go. To, we'll, we'll go to. Fuck. What was his name? Baldor. Uh, Baldor. We'll go to Baldor's, then we'll go to the, straight to the sleeping tabaxi. Hmm? Sounds like a plan to me. All right. And uh, 
Blues could do. We can't do. <laughs> so, all right. So everyone's going to head down to the uh, the armory, the blacksmith, where Baldor is. While we're going there, uh, Bare Arms and I are walking a few paces ahead of everyone. Mm. Just out of earshot. Okay. All right. So what's going on? I think it was in earshot of Samin. Um, I know they said they were without earshot I, I can guarantee we're in earshot of Samin. Yeah, more than likely. Because Samin could probably hear us if we were across the town. <laughs> more than likely, uh, Samin, you're... With a passive you're... perception of 18. And it doesn't matter. I have a passive perception of 18. Oh, that means both, Seal, both Seal and Samin can hear it. Uh, no, well, that, it that's also it doesn't they, matter. That's it they, by the way, this is it they choose to just be listening into the things around them. Yeah, no, no, no. It doesn't matter because if we're walking ahead of, of Samin, mm. she's just gonna have her stupid imp follow us. <laughs> no, <laughs> the <Yes>. invisible imp. <laughs> All right, let's get let's get this let's get this show on the road. All right. <clears throat> All right. Well, back in that chamber where we fought the thing, the uh, Shadar Kai or whatever whatever it's called. I really don't care. The, the goo, it did something. Mm. I'm, uh, I'm seeing the past again. When I was sleeping on the cot, I could hear the night. That night. And I say that night because I'm looking. The night of slaughter. What was, about that night? I just, I was hearing it from... The woods where I used to live, hearing the screams and the cries for help that haunted me, that taunted me these long years. But I, I was different. It was not me who was there, at least to me that was there. who was there I don't know but something's messing with my memories something's messing with my my mind you have any other sort of visions uh, I did Actually, probably a couple minutes after it attacked me, I was in a field surrounded by dead bodies covered in blood. What did they look like? I I couldn't tell, but I I was not not me. I was not in my own body. I was, I was seeing it through someone else's eyes, someone else's perspective and there was this voice and I just couldn't I didn't recognize it and I can't quite remember what it said but it seems pleased that it got me of all people do I need to keep an eye on you I don't think I need to be kept an eye on but well, you've got one. You've been keeping an eye on my ass since the day 
I stepped in front of everyone. Since me and that slaughter ambassador Gabriel revealed ourselves to the whole group. Simeon makes a note to keep an eye on, on bear arms. <laughs> well, see, I was going to say the part about being infected later to the group, just not the stuff about the stuff that happened in the past. Ah. But, so that you can keep a note of now. Seal is confused. <laughs> Seal, Seal gets it immediately, probably. Seal, Seal has no fucking clue. No, it's not that dumb. But, uh, <laughs> but, just, I should be fine, but if I ever start acting weird, or if I am off kilter in any way, just make sure the party stays alive. You could have asked me anything else. We both know that keeping people alive isn't the specialty we take part in. No. <laughs> We're killing people off. Alright. Anything else you think I should know? Uh, I can almost guarantee that Gabriel is in the same shape I am. He, he was always the cocky, confident one, but always the weakest of will out of the two of us. That's why he, he was in charge most of the time. He did whatever, whatever that bastard king told him to do. Alright. We're almost at Baldur's. Let's May go. I just say, this right. music was extremely fitting for the situation. I, I, don't, I don't know how... <laughs> this is... The boss fight... The boss fight somehow, the crescendos of the mu music <laughs> hit on time, every we, time we're, last We're week. getting pretty lucky with this music choice, I'm loving it. Alright, so, uh, after all the time passes, you finally begin to make your way up back towards Boulder's home, back where, his, uh, where he crafts everything and where he lives. And whenever you get there, you actually see him in the same place as last time, you see him out on the forge, um hammering away at a sword. Nothing that uh, any of y'all ordered. Um, but he turns to look at you all and says, Oh, uh, it's glad to see you back. The city has been in quite a, quite a, a strange condition going right now. We've heard. But uh, it's, it's, uh, I'm, I'm sure you are all happy to know that uh, your, your purchases are uh, complete. I, <gasps> I finished them. Perfect. Yes. And so as he reaches back, I forgot how much gold I owe him. Um, I believe. Oh God, I didn't write it down. I thought I did. Hey, I let me check. This <laughs> is some fucking intense tax making, tax doing. Music. <laughs> Here, give me a second. I can find it. I can find it. I think it might have been okay. seventy-five gold. I believe I it was him. okay. I believe it was around there. So as uh, anyway, as, as he's finding that, um, so he well, pulls here, out wait, your I, sword. I, look, give me a second. Let me let me. I can find it probably. Well, anyway, I, I'm still going to describe your sword. So I believe what you had wanted was you wanted a sword made from your banner and old broken sword, correct? Well, not no, oh, just, not just, the banner, just the broken but just hilt. just the sword sword hilt, okay. and then I wanted a little bit of editing to the crest that was on it, mm -hmm. and then it was just crossed out 
Right. So as he pulls out the sword, you see it's actually very extremely unique looking. It's actually uh, directly down the blade, completely in half. Um, it actually looks like it's made of two different types of materials. One of which being, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm doing it. Um, one of oh, which thank being, you, one of, uh, I'm being nice, you'll need it. One of which being, uh, one half is actually a shining silver, while the other looks like that of just a normal steel. Um, and going, uh, as for the markings that you had requested, um, you see no longer the old marking that was that of the Wolf Pine Army. Um, instead, you see a, uh, a bear print going, uh, <clears throat> you, you see a, a, uh, as if a bear claw had scratched down it, leaving lines connecting to where the actual bear claw itself is. Um, and in the bear's paw, uh, it's actually clothes holding that of a blade, and you see a single drop of blood going down from the paw itself. Why? Now, this is a little more than I asked for, Baldor. He just nods his head and goes, Well, you did get me out of a sticky situation, and with everything going on right now, I think it would do you some good to have uh, a unique weapon like this, especially with everything going on in the other cities. Why, why, thank you, Baldor. Of course, of course. I uh, hand him his gold, I take the sword, balance it a little bit, feel the weight, give it a couple swings, and then just... Effortlessly and deftly slide right to the sheet, right, right into a sheet. Uh, as for sheet. the stat blocks, we will get that to you later. Um, yep. And I hate to say this, but uh, go ahead and let's take like a fifteen-minute break. Um, I gotta do something really quick, and then we will resume whenever we're all back. Okay. Sweet. I have to get water because his voice is killing my throat. Yeah. So take like fifteen minutes, and we'll resume. Alright. All right. Okay. Okay. Welcome back. Anyway, um, no, I had to say that though. I knew what to cut out. Because <laughs> uh, I'm assuming you are talking the whole time. Anyway, um, so yes, he hands you your sword, Bear Arms. Um, and then he turns uh -huh. to look at Seal and says, Right. And uh, I believe you had also re uh, requested a boomerang as well, correct? Yeah. Right, right, here. Uh, he then turns and reaches beneath uh, the shelf, pulling out a boomerang. Um, and you see, at for okay, I for okay, I'm gonna be honest, I for completely forgot, fucking forgot what you had wanted. Was it just a normal metal boomerang? Okay, okay, I just wanted to make sure before I said something wrong, got called fucking out on. Fucking do whatever it. you want to so, it. So uh, he pulls out me. a solid. It looks like a completely solid steel boomerang, um, and uh, it it's you can tell it's handmade. It's completely polished. There's not a scratch on it. Um, and as you actually look on it, uh, you see different types of stars on it. Actually, like star engravings Sweet. on the boomerang. Um, and uh, but you say that, but what makes you a little probably a bit upset is whenever you look at the engravings on it, there are actually several different constellations that you do not uh -huh. believe in. Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> yes, and uh, uh, he appreciates the gesture. He uh, he goes. I I did not know what exactly to put on it, but uh, you, like I said, you you all had gotten me out of a bad situation, so I at least wanted to spruce it up a little bit. Um, I have never truly seen a solid steel boomerang, and neither have I made a solid steel boomerang, so I'm not quite sure how the weapon world uh work. 
but I trust you will figure something out. Yeah. And uh, with that, he hands it over to you. Um, and for that, like just with uh, with bare arms, we will get you a stat block for that later. So that way you have three fucking boomerangs. Hey, Boulder. He he turns and goes, "Aye, aye. What can I help you with?" I have some chainmail. Wonder if you would like to take it off my hands. Chainmail, huh? Ah. Yeah. Mm, uh, hand, hand, set it down on the counter here. Let me let me take a look at right. it. I set it down. All right. Um, I don't know. Something about it made me want to buy it a couple days ago, but now I just can't stand the sight of it. So he just kind of looks it over a little bit and goes, "Ah, it's it's in very excellent condition. Uh, did you not even use it once?" No, I haven't. Oh, I see it. I don't really wear much armor. Oh, I, I see it. I see it. Well, I've, this is Seabold almost fully rubs his chest and go see. I don't need armor. <laughs> this is almost completely spotless. Uh, I can get you a, a good price for this. How does uh, how about a hundred and a hundred and thirteen gold sound? My God, yeah, th that's yes. Right, right. Here, here you go. And he says, uh. Uh, pulling out a sack of coins, he counts it really quickly and then nods and sets it down on the counter for you before taking the uh, the chainmail and moving it out of the way, setting it down on the floor very carefully. Mm. He looks. Thank you. Yes, of course, of course. Is there is there anything else I can help anyone else out with while you're here? I would also like to sell some armor. I have some scale mail here. Scale mail. That I would like to. Relayed myself up. Right, right. Same, same thing as before. Just put it down on the counter. Let me inspect it. I'm going to put the scale mail down for. Him. All right. He, uh, he, he looks at it for a moment, inspects it, and goes, "There's uh, some wet and tear on this, but I can tell you hadn't used it. It, it definitely seems pretty brand new. Uh, it's, it's not as expensive as chainmail. I, I can only offer you about, uh, about seventy gold." That is more than okay with me. All right, all right. Um, and just like before, he pulls out a smaller sack this time, reaches in, pulls out some of the coins, uh, puts the coins on the counter, and then he takes the scale mail away, placing it down carefully. Thank you very much, sir. Of course, of course. Is there anything else I can do for anyone else here? Uh, did you have any studded leather armor? Studded leather. My leather armor seems to have gotten a bit... Uh, clawed up. Alright, oh, that's a nasty scratch you got there. Uh, two scratches, actually. Yes, yes. Uh, he looks around for him and goes, hmm. I might have some studded leather. Let me, let me take a look at my inventory. Uh, it, uh, if I have any, it might not be in the best condition. I, I have not really made any studded leather. Any studded leather I have is probably actually bought off of, uh, of different adventure. But I'm, let me see what I can find. Hi. Um, he he looks around for a moment. He goes actually to a bunch of shelves where you see just armor, like just piles of armor hanging from the ceiling. He looks at it all. Uh, after shoveling some around, he you actually do see some studded leather um, covered just in dust and cobwebs. It hasn't been used in a while. You see some scratches, but for the most part, it seems like it's in fairly good condition. He goes and sets it down on the table and says, "Here you go. That will be about uh, about forty gold pieces." Fine by me. Right. Thank you. Alright, you get some stuff left. Alright, I said what it was the forty five? Forty. Forty. Alright. Is anyone else gonna do gonna, uh, gonna get oh my god. Is anyone else going to get anything from Baldor while you're there? 
All right. So with that, um, I'm assuming y'all walk out. Y'all say your goodbyes, your thanks to Balder for all the service that he's offering you all. Um, and then you leave his residence and begin to make your way down to the sleeping tabaxi. Yep. Samin's leading the charge, kind of not booking it, but mm. walking pretty fast. Okay. Speed walking. Speed walking. Power walking. <laughs> okay. So as you are locking her way, Christopher walking. Christopher walking. Christopher walking. So as you all begin to make your way down there, um, it doesn't take too long to find it. Um, whenever you actually get into the lower parts of the residences, where the more lower class live, um, it doesn't take you long to find the sleeping tabaxi, as there's really not a whole lot of uh, like stores or taverns or anything in this area of the city. It looks like it's mainly just homes and slums. Um, and just smaller, like, tents between houses and alleyways. So the the tavern definitely stands out as one of the more larger buildings in the area. Uh, I, uh, I had mentioned a sewer, a manhole, so I'm going to look for that manhole. Make a perception check. That's a good thing I'm good at. I'll do the same. Okay. That is a 19. 19? I'm going to head inside. 26. 26? Okay, so uh, we will get to uh, you, Bare Arms, in just a moment. So as Seal and Samin are looking around, uh, it doesn't take long uh, as you all, as you both inspect the floors, um, and you finally find a very large manhole, very crudely made, uh, n uh, not actually that far away from the actual tavern itself. It looks like it's really only about five feet away from the tavern, um, near one of the alleyways. Uh, and upon looking down it, um, you see that the hatch has actually, there's scratch marks around the edges showing that it definitely has been opened recently. Uh, when you look inside, it is very dark, but, uh, for Samin, you have dark vision, I believe, right? Mm -hmm. Yes, with your dark vision, you're able to see. Well. Okay, are you over there with them? We're all yeah. together. You know? Okay, well, Bear Arms went to the tavern, the tavern, so I didn't know if... Uh, I am uh, in the tavern. Yeah. So, um, for those of you who have dark vision that are looking down the manhole, um, you can see it's pretty dark, uh, but not super dark, especially since you have dark vision. Um, it's about probably a... Probably like a 15 feet climb down on a ladder, um, and you can hear the sounds of very, very sludgy water uh, moving from down in the sewers. Mm. For bare arms, when you enter the sleeping tabaxi, you see it's not too busy at the moment, as it is still, uh, it's only about, at this point, three, about three or four o'clock in the afternoon, so uh, everyone's still out working. Um, so you, really the only people you see here are just like local residents or uh, some passed out residents just sleeping at tables. That kind of reek of alcohol and just not no no washing at all. Um, behind the counter is a goblin actually uh, standing up on. Oh boy, the my favorite! He looks over at you and says, "Ah, welcome to the sleeping tabaxi. What can I help you with?" All right, I want a uh, one mead, and then. I need to ask you some questions. One mead, alright. Uh, yeah, come take a seat and ask me whatever. Let me get you a drink. Uh, take a seat at the bar. Hmm. 
So uh, after a moment, he just sets down a glass of mead, a, a large uh, so, mug, and says, that'll just be two copper. Uh, I, I give him the two copper like it's nothing. But one question, is he like, how tall is this uh, goblin? He's this like, goblin what, is four? very short. He's only like, he's barely past two feet tall. He's actually, you see that the so, counter so behind, he, that the counter. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask. <laughs> if there's a platform yeah, behind, yeah, behind the, the counter, counter for him. You see, actually, there's no way a someone larger than him could work because the the platform actually goes up to where if he's standing on it it's actually just enough for him to poke over the counter like it's a very oh. very raised platform all right well i've heard from a little birdie that there's been quite some chatter coming out from behind your shack or from in front of this bar recently uh, that's all right, look. He he leans in quickly and says, just very quietly, like, look, if you're gonna talk about that stuff, look, I, I I know I don't have a lot of business here at the moment, but there's still business. All right, I don't need you bringing up that shit here. If if you're gonna talk, Wait. you're gonna pay. Wait. Well, I'm here to fix it. Hmm. Uh, there's not much fixing if you ask me. Nothing's affecting my business. No, oh, but. It must be affecting your business if it's if you're keeping it hush hush. There's something you're hiding there, isn't it? He shakes his head and looks around and goes, oh, "For fuck's sake, fine. What do you want to know?" I just want to know: Have you seen who's been going down there? Uh, see anyone? You hear anything? Uh, what some might call interesting? I know you, uh, you goblins, have quite a tendency to keep an ear out for stuff like that. When you say that, his, uh, his rather large ears kind of just twitch, and he's, like, just, he just kind of gives you a side eye and goes, fuck, 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 all right, fine, just shut up, listen, I'll keep it brief, all right, look, I hear things in the back every now and then, all right, I don't fucking know what it is, all right, I just, every time it starts, I just take a glass bottle, I go back there, and I say, shut the fuck up, and I throw it down there, and it stops, all right, that's all that ever happens, the other day I saw two people go down there, I didn't see them come out, so I didn't give a fuck what happened to them, they didn't buy any drinks, okay, they're not business, they just came in here, and then they walked out, I didn't see them again, not my fucking problem. I want to do an insight check. heading down there. <laughs> uh, make an insight check, then. Well, I ain't gonna find out shit, because that's five. <laughs> so, um, you can't tell really if he's holding out any info as he's talking to you, but you can tell he is being truthful for the most part. Yeah, you can tell he's very worked up about it, and um, you actually see some... Is, is uh, his ears kind of kind of twitching a little bit? Uh, they're actually completely not moving at all. He he just seems pretty pissed about the, the noises. And like okay. I was saying, you actually see from behind him where he actually keeps some of his glasses. You can see just empty spots where you assume glasses would be, but like he said, he will just grab glasses, pieces of just glass and bottles, and just throw them down the pit. Alright, well, I got one one last question for you. Oh, Actually, what? two. Ah, the fucking questions. I should ask. <laughs> How often do they go down there? How often is it? Every night? Every fortnight? Every couple days? Uh, the fucking, uh... Yeah, I don't know, I don't pay attention to them that much. I just see them whenever I'm out in, in my my room up top. Uh, it's, it's like two people, I think, two or three. And it's, they probably go down there... I don't know, every fucking night? 
Every night? Every fucking night. I, they, they don't shut up. That's why I go and throw shit at them. Alright. Well, thank you, my, uh, my friend. Did you do? Yeah. I, uh, I slam my mead and uh, head back out to uh, where the rest of my party is. Hmm. Speaking of heading down into the sewers, Samin is immediately heading down <laughs> into the sewers. Alright. <laughs> okay. So is Seal. Seal's going first. No, Samin's going first. Seal pushes Samin out of the way and jumps down the hole. In my me in my meta gaming opinion, I feel like Theobald should go first. <laughs> Just going first. Okay, you know, let's settle. That let's settle it this way. Thing. Let's settle it this way. All right. If since there's three of you all trying to go down at the same time, roll, What's your roll, no, just roll bitch. initiative for me. Just roll initiative. Hear me out. Hear me out, buddy. <laughs> Seal, let's hear me out. I, I should be in book someday. Fifteen. Okay, fifteen. Ten. Ten. Seventeen. Oh, Seal does indeed <laughs> manage to. So as you're looking down the hole, Samin, as you're trying to like look down there, um, and you see Theobald getting ready to go down, and you look up to you know just be like, hey, maybe we should go down there. All you hear is a, and you see Seal going to very quickly climb down the ladder. <laughs> are, are you, are you leaving the table? The, the Bloodborne hey. clip now. <laughs> Old man! Wait, we forgot about the table. Where's the table? The table was just Wait. standing right next Edgar, to the hole. Stay. Uh, whenever you say that, it, it uh, whenever you say stay, the 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 table, like the legs of the table, actually bend in like knees, and it just kind of falls flat onto the floor. <laughs> hey, old man! Oh. Ah. Can you see down there? A fire suddenly pops up in front of him. Finally, climbing down the ladder. All right. I get on the la the rungs. I start sliding down too. Mm. So does Samin. I'm just imagining now the Bloodborne clip of like the metal helmet. Yeah. Zephyr, I'm uh, I'm gonna assume you're following them down, or are you gonna wait for uh, for bare arms? I'm gonna follow. You're gonna follow. Okay. So. uh... I'm gonna assume this was happening while Barons was talking, so Barons is gonna have a couple minutes till he actually shows up. So let's uh, let's go back to Samin and everyone else. <sighs> Nap time. So as you all go down into the sewers, it doesn't take long to descend down the ladder. Like I said, it's only about a 15 foot climb. Um, so you all just descend down it pretty quickly. When you get down there, the smell is horrible, as to be expected. You are in the sewers, especially in the lower district. Um, it smells just terrible. Uh, I mean, it's pretty used to that smell. Yeah, coming from, from Ferreth. And also having a bird that shits. Um, so, no, but whenever you get down there, it looks like... Uh, actually, you know what? See, you're the first one down. Make me a perception check. Hell See yeah. See if you notice anything. Uh, 11. 11. Okay, so as you get down there, um, you're able to see very, very faint disturbances and all just the muck and grime of the sewers. You, um, you, you're able to make out, like, some types of, like, markings or imprints in the dirt and the grime, like maybe a footprint or two, uh, but nothing too solid as, as evidence to show that people are coming down here super often. Got it. Uh, Seal is gonna suddenly, uh, he's gonna, Seal is gonna cast, um, Gift of Alacrity on himself. Okay. He gets a bonus to initiative. <laughs> for eight hours. Alright. 
So, uh, the rest of the party begins to quickly ascend after you, minus bare arms. Um, and like I said, as you all arrive, uh, you're able to see Seal looking down at the floor, seeing the very, very vague uh, footprints, as well as just some disturbances, like, uh, maybe, like, fingerprints along the walls. Um, but it doesn't take long for the footprints to kind of be about maybe two or three steps in, and then they're just lost into the muck and grime of the sewers. Gross. What do we do? Alright, team, what are we looking for? Alright, team, what are we looking for? <laughs> Any sort of tracks that can lead us to where they're going. Uh... Found them! Uh, they disappear. Is there anything like you could, I could assume you can make out that's like different or like any markings maybe? Um, let's see here. Your passive perception is eight or 19, right? 19. 19. So as you're just kind of looking around, just you know, just looking around to see if you can spot anything, just with the, just just with a quick glaze over the area. Um, one thing that slightly stands out to you is um, a type. It looks like a scratch along the walls, uh, similar to like the type of scratch that you had received in your fight against the Shadar Kai. But they're very, they're not as deep into the wall. They're very, very on the surface of the wall. And uh, it looks like they actually drag on quite a bit down the actual sewer itself and around a corner. Okay. Um, I'm going to have my imp shapeshift into a raven and become non-invisible. And just fly up the ladder for a moment. Just to sit there, waiting for bare arms. <laughs> I think pretty obvious is an open manhole cover and, and a raven just sits and a table and a table and a table. So I was like, oh fuck, and uh, I start climbing the ladder. You hear clank, 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 or ching, 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 as I get down. Why the fuck did y'all not wait for me, you assholes? Shut up. This cannot wait. We're finding clues. And, mean will and I went up there and talked to the ball. To the bartender and got, and I know they meet just about every night. It's about two or three guys. Cool. So what time is it right now? You said it was like three or four. At this point, it would be like about four or thirty in the afternoon. Now, what did you collect? The scratch marks on the the wall of the tunnel, similar. There's to a the... lot of sewer gunk. Yeah, oh, yeah, man. yeah. Not the first time I've been through gunk. There's scratch marks on this wall over here that seem similar to the the creature we fought the other day. Well, do they lead anywhere? That's what I was going to find They're out. They're on the wall. Thank you, Seal. Samin will like slowly no. start walking down the sewer towards where the claw marks lead. I uh, I get torches because I can't see anything. Mm -hmm. I've got a fire in my hand. A, f a fire in a sewer. That sounds like it'll work perfectly. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I I'm pretty sure they're open air sewers, so the gas isn't quite trapped. True. And it's not like a bunch of gas really <laughs> built up in a sewer like that. Right. Like they do in real life. Right. Anyway, what do y'all what do y'all do? <clears throat> well, I already said what's the Okay, so you're just gonna follow the. Just start following the scratches. Follow the scratches. Okay. 
Shield all the same. Alright, so everyone's just following Samine then? Okay. Samine, so... This time, Samine will be leading the way. <clears throat> so as you... Watch, and if she does not lead the way, she will put Seal in the bag of devouring. <laughs> Oh, Seal wants to take that challenge. Oh, no. <laughs> All right, whoa, 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 oh whoa. God. We're not about bag Oh, here. no. Don't chill. Hey, I want to go first. Cameron, please yeah. cut that out, what I just what said. What happened? <laughs> Nothing. Don't worry about it. So, okay. Don't worry about I'm, it. Just I cut that out, Cameron. I'm very scared for you to use that bag of devouring. I'm going first. This is... You know what? Fine. Actually, wait, no. That would be a terrible idea, seeing as you have fire in your hand that may let them know that we're coming to them. Ah. Well, I don't see any other way of getting us to see. How about you stay a little bit further back while I lead the way? Seal turns into a crocodile. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. Like wait, wait, wait. The, wait I don't think them. you've seen a crocodile. Yeah, you, you can only turn the animals you've seen. And Seal. <laughs> okay, seal, seal, Seal. You <laughs> are. No, Seal. You I'm are from. A rural fucking town. Seal. I could totally <laughs> no, have seen seal, a crocodile. The, the area that you are from. It is. It's. Okay. Where you are from, there is not the correct environment for crocodiles to live. Alright, fine. Like, not not trying to be nitty gritty about fucking <laughs> rules here, but you can't just go, I turned into a crocodile. No, that ain't gonna work, man. Yeah, no. Alright. Um, Lartan, Lartan, dude, you can't turn into a fucking shark. <laughs> I don't well, fine, I turn into... I don't into... think... I don't think you have the difficulty rating to turn into a shark. Well, well do you? He does. Okay. Either, either yeah. way, I mean, you wouldn't God, be able to do anything anyway. Rat. You would fucking be swimming in dirty-ass sewer water. That's basically toxic to... Yeah, well, be I'd be a crocodile, so it would be fine! But you haven't seen crocodiles, so you can't turn into a fucking crocodile! <laughs> that, why are you... Why... Wait, wait, they're alligators in the sewers, not crocodiles! <laughs> God damn it, Samin. Samin, just fucking put him in your bag of devouring. <laughs> do it, do it. Get, get rid of Martin. Samin, <laughs> very difficulty, contem with with great difficulty, contemplates it. Alright, alright, all right, everyone, shut the fuck up. So, who can see right now without fire? Hi. You two, you two get the fuck up there. Zephyr can as well. Zephyr as well. Alright, you three, just walk up there. I'll keep Seal right here, and we'll follow behind you. Seal is Seal's gonna... got fire, and I clank like a goddamn bell, like like the bells are tolling right now. Uh, Seal's gonna be pretty miffed about how this is going down. Mm. Uh, <laughs> uh, he's gonna try and sneakily cast shape water to make grab a little square of the sewer sewer gunk mm. and just kind of float it into in his hand like covertly okay naked i would say that's a stealth sleight of hand well and, and defend, like is he trying to is he trying to hide it from the rest of the party or is he just hiding for now okay then yeah i need you to make a stealth check so oh, sleight, sleight of hand, hand sorry Seven. <laughs> so, I mean, you try, and as you, you know, as you try to do it, what your action, um, you see Samine just completely side eye you, seeing all of it. I splash it on Samine, and then in Goblin I say, "Idiot." Roll to hit. 
It's a fucking water. Okay, okay. No, does Samin, Samin, do you allow yourself to get hit? There can't be that much room to there fucking is. move. Well, no, and then Samin should probably do a dexterity saving throw. Well, it, 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 yeah. Okay, well, this this whole this whole thing is this whole thing. Okay, well then, yeah, then it'd be a dexterity throw. God, fucking. It's a natural one. Yeah, uh, Sweet. in fact, as you turn to look at him and you say, now hold, uh, before, uh, you know, you open your mouth to just say something to him, but as you do, uh, the, the splash of murky shit piss water splashes onto your face and you feel quite a bit. No, you know, no, I go on the clothes, not the face. Okay, the clothes? Okay, so it yeah. just splashes onto your clothes. Now your fresh, uh, your fresh clothing and your fresh armor that you just bought is covered in shit and piss water. Samin will very slowly put her hands together, inhale, exhale, and continue down the shaft faster than before. <laughs> okay. And I, uh, I, I hold seal back. Hello. Hello. Wait, no, you turned into a rat, didn't you? Nope. Okay. Yeah, no, I hold seal back. Gave up on then. that endeavor when I hadn't fucking seen a crocodile. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so, uh, Samin, Theobald, and Zephyr, y'all are continuing on forward ahead of the party. Yes, okay, so, and I would like to make a stealth check to not be very loud. Okay, I'm assuming in that case, if you're going to be stealthing uh, Theobald and Zephyr, are you going to make stealth checks as well? Yes. Yeah. Okay, go for it. It's better. It's a 14. 6. 6. 14, 13, six. and 6. Okay. So, uh, Samin, you're able to continue on. We're kind of crouching over and taking very light steps. Um, you, you, you actually know kind of when to take your steps as uh, you kind of recognize a slight pattern in the way the water is just slushing through the the, the, the pathway it's made for. Um, and you just kind of try and time your footsteps with it to help hide it better. Same thing with you, Zephyr. You try and follow Samin's lead. Theobald, as you're sneaking behind them... You take several steps, and then, without paying attention, you actually walk into some cobwebs, and uh, you just very, very quickly just <laughs> and just wave your, you know, making sounds, trying to get it off your face before continuing on. Uh, as you get to the corner where the claws actually turn the corner, the claw markings turn the corner to follow the walls. Um, you see the markings go on just for about another, probably about 10 feet more, and then seemingly they just stop. And with that, you really don't see any type of evidence other than that, that there was something down here. No claw markings, no Fuck. footprints, nothing. Looks like we've lost the trail then. And unless you'd like to get lost in the maze of sewers, maybe we should just wait for the two to appear at night. I see that's a solid plan. All right. I still know we got dirty for nothing. Not that I mind. <laughs> yes. Hmm. I <laughs> see so you're 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 debating. What do you want to do? I mean, I I have a lot of stuff planned out. Do you want to? 
Are you thinking about making like any type of checks, like a perception check, or are you just thinking of something to say? I'm gonna... I'll look a little bit further, but if I can't find anything, I'll head back up with you guys. Just give me a moment to go alone. And I will stealthily make my way out and try and make like a perception check to see if the trail goes on somewhere. Okay, yeah, sure, make one more perception check for me. Come on, Dice, don't be unlucky. That's pretty good. What you got? Where's my fucking sheet? Where'd it go? That's a 24. 24. So as you are all about to just give up hope and in hopes of just finding something while uh, the tide, while the coast was clear, Samin, you were insistent on continuing onward. Uh, and as you look around, you actually notice something odd. So the way the sewers are set up, it's all made with different just like stone bricks, you know, with like a, with cement between mm -hmm. them all. You notice that one of the bricks actually doesn't fit in like the others. It's a slightly lighter tone than all the other stone bricks. And the cement around it actually doesn't make full contact with the stone itself. Uh, upon looking closer to it, you actually see a very, very, very light imprint of fingerprints on it. As if someone has been touching it or pushing it. Mm. Ah, fuck. When, uh, I think I, st I left my imp with their arm, so I'm gonna go... I may have found a secret entrance. Let's speak through it, and then I'm gonna press the button. Okay. What I presume is a button. Is. When you push it, the stone slides in uh, very far, actually. In fact, your whole forearm almost goes completely in. And when it does, uh, you hear the stone fall, and then you hear a loud clack um, as you hear the, the wrenching of gears begin to whir to life and begin to twist and move. <clears throat> Um, causing more gears to tw uh, twirl with them. And with that, the bricks, the brick wall in front of you actually splits apart almost directly in half and begins to open up, revealing a large, uh, single room that is very dimly lit with a single torch on the wall. In the room, there is a single desk with a chair, a bookshelf, and a small chest. Hmm... Was I close enough to Theobald and Zephyr for them to see you? Um, you would have only moved up about like another foot and a half or so. So yeah, they can they can see it. They can see the door open. Kind of glance back to them and just go and hold a finger up to uh, her mouth, and she goes, uh, "Shush," and continues on inward, mm. just being careful of any traps. Discreet. Right. <laughs> Real discreet. <laughs> So when you enter the room, um, you actually don't really see any traps. There's no, you don't see any of the uh, the flooring uh, look like a trap door or any kind. There's nothing bends in with your feet as you walk in. There's no wires um, attached to the walls to trip you. It looks like just a small room. Um, but as you do enter it, actually, you're able to see that the bookshelf looks like it's been pushed a lot. You see, uh, there's actually scrape marks on the floor uh, to the left of it, as if someone had been moving the bookshelf actually back out of the way and back to where it is originally. You said there was a chest in the room. There is as a well. chest. She's gonna open the chest, but not take anything out. Okay. Just kind of see what's in it. As you go to open the chest. Uh oh. <laughs> Um, I need you 
to make a... Let's see here. I need you to make a... Charisma saving throw. Charisma saving throw. Charisma saving throw. The one thing I'm good at. Make the a... Why, why, would it, why would it be a charisma saving throw? good question. Make a strength I just want it to be throw. one. Oh, fuck. 18, let's 18. go. So as you go to open it, suddenly it rips open, revealing a large set of teeth as multiple eyes open on it, the, the top of the chest. And a large purple tongue shoots out of it, trying to wrap around you and grapple you. Um, as it does, you manage to quickly just uh, flex your arms outwards and roll backwards, just uh, brute forcing your way out of it. Um, and then it looks at you going... <laughs> And you realize the thing in front of you is a mimic. Fuck! Help. And with that, I need everyone to make a, per, a, 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 a roll for initiative. Well, wait. Or, oh boy. Wait. It, wait. The people in the, the people in the area. Okay. So uh, that would be okay. Yeah. So Theobald, uh, Zephyr. Like I was kind of listening, but not really. I'm That's sorry. cocked. Okay. Better. Sad. So everyone, uh, just keep that in your mind for now. I'm currently finding some place to write this down. Okay, that's that. Plus, uh, that. Okay. Um, so, uh, 15 to 20? Or, I mean, 20 or higher? 20. Are you okay, so... 20. Okay. Uh, so 15 to 20? I had 19. Okay. Um, and then, uh... 15 or lower? Uh, we're here. 13. 13? Okay. Alright. So first up is going to be Samin. Uh, now, do I use one of my only two spell slots for this? Maybe. Uh, I'm going to... Well, my imp's still with them. Mm. So that's kind of not here anymore. So I'm going to attempt to attack with. Uh, oh, I'll use have my Raven uh, assist give me the help action. Hmm. And. Yeah, I'll go ahead and try and attack with my uh, weapon using the green flame. No, I wouldn't actually do anything. I'll just try and attack with my dagger. Hmm. So. Huh, that's a 10. 10 does not hit. So uh, as you go uh, in to attack it, uh, it manages to throw itself out of the way, landing on the floor uh, beside you as it looks at you with a large, smiling, toothy grin. Mm. Uh, now I will cast... I'll cast Spiritual Weapon. Spiritual Weapon. Um, right, uh, right next to it, forming the scythe that came out that was that was there before, mm -hmm. and I will attempt to attack Go with that because it. it can attack with it on my bonus action. Seventeen. Seventeen hits. Roll for damage. Okay. Where's my D eight? It's gonna be ten points of damage ten points. of bludgeoning. Oh, force damage. So as your uh, spiritual weapon goes to attack it, it's caught off guard, having just managed to dodge your attack. Um, and it manages to actually get hit right on its left side. 
um, it makes a, a kind of grunt, like a sound, um, uh, crying out in pain, but it, it, it quickly recovers as it looks over at you, licking, it's, it's long purple tongue just licking the entire body of the mimic. Alright, that's about all I can do from right, there. up next is Zephyr. What's your new one, Zephyr? Alright, um... How close am I to So it? currently you're about uh, two feet away from the actual door, and then it's uh, in the very far back of the room. The room's about ten feet wide. Uh, it just It's about a ten feet square. Um, so you are currently about twelve feet away from it, and it's not in your point of view yet. But you, you do hear the combat okay. going on. You do hear the combat. Okay. Can I move to where I can see it, but... Um... I don't want to get too close to Yeah, it. yeah, you can just move in and, and uh, stand behind um, uh, Samin. That way you can see it. Okay. Um, I'm going to use Ray of Frost mm. at okay. it. Roll the hit. Does an 11 hit? 11 barely misses. So as you go to cast wow. your Ray of Frost... Um, uh, you see, you know, the, the actual ray of the frost itself, the magic going outwards, and the, the, the mimic looks at the, the, the actual magic and just, and just blows it away, and then licks itself, and now focuses on you. Oh dear. Wait, um, so, wait, did, Samin told me and Seal, there's a secret door, I'll probably gonna open it, and I press the button, and you haven't heard anything since. Okay, so like when we heard that, I just I don't know why I didn't say it. We started making our way there, so probably can yeah, two and about two yeah, about maybe two or there. three rounds. I'll have y'all roll initiative. Gotcha. All right, so if that ends your turn, Zephyr, then up next would be Theobald. Theobald. That's not good. Oh, there it is. Oh, oops! I was muted. I was yeah. muted. Oops. <laughs> No, man, y'all didn't, no, didn't hear me, I guess. All right, so anyway. So I, I'm assuming I'm in range to hit him, You are right? currently about 12 feet away. Okay, I'm in range. So I'm going to go up, and I'm going to attack it with my, uh, what's it called? My double-bladed scimitar. Go for it. Roll to hit. Eight. Which does it not does not hit. hit. So as you actually uh, just run into the room, charging at it, and you swing your scimitar, uh, it does the same type of roll that it had done to Samin, just rolling out of the way, watching as your your scimitar clanks into the floor, and it looks at you and just uh, and now this time its its sights also again switch from Zephyr onto you now, Theobald. Uh, <clears throat> oh boy, that's about all I got. Okay, so now. It is the mimic's turn. So the mimic, the mimic, like I said, it looks over at you, and then it will move forward, and it is going to go for a bite. Does a sixteen hit? Sixteen? No. All right. So as it goes to bite down on your armor, uh, you you manage to swing your for your scimitar forward as its teeth clank down onto it, and you hear a loud ding echo throughout the sewers. Um, but it doesn't even scratch your blade as it jumps backwards. You're gonna have to be quicker than that. <laughs> it says and just jumps back. Uh, and next up is the start of the round. It's uh, Samin. 
Oh boy, uh, I just realized that I forgot to use my advantage on that <coughs> weapon attack, but whatever. Probably would have ended the same result. So I'm going to. Uh, is it still? It's still right. Yeah, next yeah. To me, it's, right? it's only about. Um, let's see here. Uh, it's like maybe just a couple feet away from you, like two or three feet. It's still in attack range. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna. Did it attack anyone? It, it, Sorry, it attacked uh, Theobald, but it didn't actually land the hit. Okay. I'm gonna try and go. Uh, Raven has a help action, and then I'm gonna attack, try and attack with a dagger again. <clears throat> Maybe this time I'll actually hit. That's a twenty-two. Twenty-two hits. And let's just see, let's just see if it. Nah, no crit. <coughs> uh, all right. Where's my D four? Fuck. That's a uh, mineral damage. So that's four damage. Four damage. Slashing. Okay, and you said were you uh, you were just using your which or like a dagger dagger. dagger. Okay. So as you yeah. uh, go to slash at it, um, you hit it right across actually like the top of its head, um, and it leaves a, a small little gash. But it it uh, doesn't even turn to look at you. It, it's like it didn't even feel. All it. right, I'm gonna try and do the spiritual weapon for again for my bonus action. Fucking crit, baby! Rolled for damage. That's you do double dice or just double um, damage. Um, uh, I'd say just uh, you know what? Roll double dice. Just whatever you roll from this point on. Like it, you can either double your damage or you can roll two dice. I don't care. Um, uh, but whatever you do, that's what you're gonna do from now on. Um, I'll just do double. I'll just double okay. the damage. Go for it then. That's uh, what you'll do from now on. Fuck yeah. Uh, that's gonna be twenty-one points Ooh. of. So as you use your spiritual weapon to, uh, it's like a, you said it's like a scythe, right? So yeah. as it slashes across the back of the the mimic, it actually this time definitely cries out in pain. Its mouth opens wide as the tongue flails, making a loud just ah, ah, sound, and it turns to look at you, and it's pissed. Does that end your turn? Samin? Hello? Uh, Samin? Did that stupid thing again. Yes, that's all I okay. can do. Uh, in that case, up next is Zephyr. What you got? Uh, I'm going to try shooting with my crossbow this time. Alrighty, crossbow hit. Roll the hit. Ooh. Ten probably doesn't it does hit. not. So as you shoot your crossbow at it, it without even looking, its tongue just shoots forward, wraps around the arrow, and then snaps it, dropping it to the floor. I'm not even mad. That's impressive. <laughs> and if that ends your turn, then up next is Theobald. All right. I'm going to go back at it with another attack with my scimitar. Go for it. Roll to hit. Fifteen. Fifteen hits. Roll for damage. All right, let me check real quick. It's gonna be, it's gonna be a. I'm gonna say it's a one d. Okay, two d four plus three. One moment. Got us. I didn't set up my die beforehand. Seven. Seven. All right. So as you uh, see, it's distracted, looking at uh, Samin. You go in for a slash with your scimitar, and just where you see where the actual spiritual weapon had hit the mimic. And you aim for that, slashing across it a well, causing it to do another 
uh, in pain, and you can see it at this point it's starting to get very, very weak. Um, but its sights are still set on Samin for the time being due to that powerful hit. All right, then I'm gonna use my bonus action and use my uh, special on my scimitar mm. and attack it for one d4. Go for it. I got uh, three. All right, and so as you uh, do, sorry, one moment. Let me. Uh, do, 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 do. So as you had just slashed across it, you do one more just quick upward cut with it, um, and it it goes right across the same cut that you had just made. And it's not super deep, but you can tell it was still enough to inflict a healthy amount of damage to the mimic. Nice. That's about all I got. Okay. And now up next is the mimic. So the mimic being very upset with uh <clears throat> with uh, sorry, Samin, it is going to go in and uh, is going to go and try and just slam itself against you. Um, yep. And that is a... Ooh, that is a eight. Doesn't hit. So as it goes to slam against you, it throws itself in the air and you easily just sidestep it, watching as it just hits the ground with a heavy thud. Um, and it, it gets back up. But uh, that will then end its turn. And back up to the... Uh, and now at this point, uh, Seal and Colgrag, go ahead and roll your initiative for me. Mine is... Oh, let me pull that up. A 16. All right. Lacquer like came in handy. Um, 12. 12, okay. Started with a roll of three. Ooh. Okay, so um, you are able, you two are able to actually show up and see the fight going down, um, and able to get yourselves prepared. But it's still at the top of the round, which means Samin, you are up. Yay! Uh, so I'm gonna attack with my spiritual weapon first, just to see. I get another crit, yay! Hopefully. Uh oh. It's not a crit. It's not a hit either. <laughs> It's, it's a, a one. Ooh, let me. That, that is a crit. Kind of, that, that is, is a crit. crit. It's a crit fail. Okay, so uh, let me just pull up my handy dandy little D100 here. Okay, let's see. That's gonna Maybe be. I shouldn't have gone with the spiritual weapon first. That is a 49. <clears throat> okay. <laughs> what? Okay. Um. <laughs> Don't know how I'm gonna do this. So you're going in for a hit with your dagger? Or, no, it's your spiritual, spiritual weapon. weapon. How the fuck? You know what? Let's. I'm gonna re-roll that. Just yeah, just do a different <laughs> one if it doesn't make sense. Like that does not make any. Oh, was it like drop his weapon? He said he would like break his hand. <laughs> that would make sense if it hit him. But uh, you know what? This works. Um, I need you to roll. Uh, the damage for it, but double it. Oh boy! Ah, uh, fifteen. So crit. <laughs> fifteen. So as it goes to attack the the mimic, the mimic sees it and manages to roll out of the way, and you're unable to stop it as it slams into you, dealing uh, however fuck. many points of damage that was just now. Man. Samin's really a tank at this point, <laughs> taking so much damage. Uh, and it, Man, it's almost like Samin should be uh, in front. As, as it watches time. you get well, hit by your, as it watches, one of us is an idiot. As it watches you get hit She's by your only attack, as it watches you get hit by your own attack, it just looks Our at curve. you and goes. 
Uh, I'm gonna try and attack it with my dagger. Go for it. Uh, with advantage with my mm. raven. Come on. It's an eight. Eight does not. Come on. That's better. Oh, well, okay, that's right. advantage. Roll. Uh, 16. 16 hits, roll for damage. Yay! I get to use my weak fucking weapon. Uh, where's me? There it is. <clears throat> Hey, uh, seven points of piercing. So as you uh, look at it laughing, you can take that as a moment to slash at it, going right across its eyes. Um, you hear it just kind of <coughs> cry out in pain, and you can tell it's very, very bloody. It's about to die at any moment now. All right, that end your turn. So, okay. Yes. So up next, bear arms. Uh, how far away am I? Uh, at this point, y'all had just finally walked up to the actual door itself. Um, so you're probably at most about, mm, probably about seven feet away. Uh, there are All a right. lot of people in there. It's getting very crowded, but you, it, you, you'll still be able to fit. Just can, can I get? Yeah, to you'll it? be able to get in there. Just very, very, very. All right. All right. So let me see what I can do here. Okay, uh, well, I'm definitely going to stand right next to Samin, hmm. who is in melee range, right? Correct. Of the thing, and all right, and now I'm going to hit it with, oh, shit. You didn't give me my stack block for my, uh, yeah, yeah. Sword. Well, so just I guess I'm going to hit it with my fucking greatsword. Uh, Before I get that stack block to you, uh, like, tomorrow. Does a 15, 15 hit? hits. Ah, oh, perfect. So let's. And what wh what's your bonus damage you added on, by the way? To your weapon? To your actual hit? My actual hit's a plus three. Oh, in that case, don't even roll for damage. You're going to kill it. Uh, how do you, how do you want to... Oh, yeah. No, I rolled damage Yeah, for how nine. do you want to kill it? I just... Can, can I chop it Go in half? It. So as you... Can, can I do like... Like, oh, no, no, wait, wait. Can I... All right, here. Here. Here's all. So I'm going to, like, run around the corner, come skidding to a stop on my heels, and just run at it, just clink, 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 clink. Like... And just like fucking just slam down with my sword almost pyramid mm. head style and just cut it right in yeah. fucking. So as you do that, it easily slices directly through the mimic, cutting all the way through as it slams into the ground, actually cracking the floor beneath it. And you hear it make one final and it slowly dies. Ah, oh, luckily I was there to finish up that mess. <laughs> and with that, combat is over. <clears throat> Me cough up a bit of blood. <laughs> Disenchants the spiritual weapon. Alright. Dealt more dealt more damage to yourself then. I no, I did like I did like twenty-three on that one crit. No, I was gonna say then it did to you. True. Alright, so yeah, the, the mimic is now dead on the floor and you're all now uh, either right in the room or right outside the room. So maybe we'll kinda sit down for a second. Take a moment to rest and just kind of uh, point her head over to the bookshelf and goes, "Bear arms." Oi. That book the bookshelf looks like it can be moved. It's been moved. If you're ready, can you try and move it? You mean something I actually have like super good advantage on? Because yeah, I'm not even race. gonna make you roll for it. You can just move it if you go for it. <laughs> All right, I uh, I just drag it out the way. Alright, so as you just uh, grab it and you just easily just pull it out of the way, you see a door behind the bookshelf. 
Uh, it it's just I, a normal uh, wooden door. You don't see any type of like heavy locks on it. It looks like just a normal wooden door. I knock on it. There was no response. Well, no one told him. Time to leave. See, uh, would you mind uh, healing me up a little bit? <laughs> I throw a card at uh, Samin, and it will heal for. Ten. Oh, nice. All right. Thank you. I say we set up camp inside there. We didn't put any locks on that door. We set up camp inside and we ambush them. Depends on what's inside that door. Is the door locked? Sorry. Uh, uh you don't know. Go try it. No one checked. I just knocked on it. All right, <laughs> let's head inside. I I try to open the door. It opens. Oh boy. It opens. Whenever it opens, All you right. look inside and you actually see a very familiar sight. It is a very large room uh, with a staircase leading down uh, to a lower area. And down in the uh, the lower area is like basically just a large circular uh, open room. And when you look down there, you see a well, just like the one that was at the Redwater Ruins. With a shining blue light emanating from it, but no, no black liquid. <clears throat> Ooh, we need Shit. To, we need to report this to the king. Uh, Samin, you think you could yes. get that bird to fly and send a message? I could try. I don't know how well the king would do to having a raven fly into his palace, but well, he hired us. You should know. Wait, it's a spirit. It's a spirit bird. Never mind. Well, that's the one I'm talking about. Well, no, because oh, it's your is your bird bird like an actual bird? Uh, my bird bird is an actual bird, yes. But the imp is currently transformed into a raven, and that's the one I can speak through. Well, I was gonna say you can, because you can still communicate to your other bird. Have it come down here. We can give it a note. Well, no, the, I have both birds on me now because you were you had the other one with you. Oh, okay, I got you. But we could tie a note to its foot. Jesus fuck! So either send a bird or seal a walk down there and fuck itself. Okay, um, I, uh, I just I need to ask, who is currently in the back? Like, who's the who's the farthest member out that still has? Okay, yeah. you're in the back. It would be seal. Yeah. I never entered. The okay, room. I just threw. A um, card. would you say that you were focused on all of this? Just conversation going on, not listening to what's going on. Okay, with that being the case, then, um, as you're all speaking, Seal, you feel a sharp knife slightly push against the back of your neck, and you hear a voice speak from behind you saying, I don't know who you people are, or what the hell this room is, but how did you get down here? Uh, it's a it's a long story. Find? What the hell is this room? I don't I don't know. Uh, hmm. Do we all notice this taking place right uh, now? Uh, so currently I wouldn't say you and Bear Arms are because you're currently trying to figure well, that out. I think I was kind of in like the middle of the section because I never stood up. I mean, I was. Well, keep in mind th this is like... the Seal is currently outside of the room. He's not in there okay. with you. Right, 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 yeah. So, unless any of y'all were, like, right next to Seal, um, y'all probably don't see this. No. 
The old well, man's where, where Yeah, where's Zephyr actually? I was, well, Zephyr was in um, the room fighting the mimic. I was like, I think behind Samin. Okay. Because I moved up. Oh, okay. In that case, if, if you haven't if you haven't moved from that position, then you'd only be like a foot away from where from where Seal is, only like a foot or two away. Okay. So, uh, Seal's. Hmm. It's uh, yeah, I like sewers. Right. Listen, you're gonna keep your damn mouth shut, and you're gonna slowly back out of this room. If you don't. You're gonna get a knife directly into the back of that old skull. You hear me, Geezer? How fast is a bonus action? That's a great question. How fast is a bonus action? Um, what are you trying to do, actually? Misty step. Hmm. I would say. Hmm. This is a this is a tricky situation. Um, there's a couple different ways we can go about doing this. Um, I'd say the easiest way you can do this is just roll a d20 and add your dex. Do that for me. Uh, okay. That is a 17. 17. Okay, uh, in that case, whatever you're trying to do, go ahead and perform it. Uh, Seal is, <laughs> is suddenly going to disappear from this guy's grasp. Hmm. Uh, and reappear about ten feet into the room, turn around and shout, Ooga Booga! I mean, uh, guys, there's a guy here! There's a guy here! Well, who the hell are you? The, <clears throat> the man looks at you, and actually, if, as you turn to look at him, you see he is a human man wearing just dark clothing, like a, a very, just, just a black shirt, black pants, darker boots, and a cloak over his face to to hide his face, and there's actually a bandana over his mouth and his nose. All you can see is his eyes and his pale white skin. <clears throat> he's still holding... He's still, he's still holding the dagger up in the air where it, where Seal's head would have been, but seeing that it's worthless, he lowers the blade very slowly and then uh, looks, at, looks at everyone and then turns and begins to try to run. Get him! Uh, can I? Do I need to do anything? To see what's, if your, I can what's your movement speed? Will that what's be athletics? Movement? I wanted to say, can I try and cast charm? Person? Oh yeah, I mean, if you want, if you want to do that, you can, you can try and cast charm person. Okay, so that is, I believe, a wisdom saving wisdom throw. Saving throw? I think so. Yes. Does a three pass? <laughs> I don't know, Cameron, does it? All right. So as you cast Charm Person, no, uh, as you see him begin to try and run, you cast Charm Person quickly. He stops for a moment as the spell quickly takes root in his mind, and then he turns to look at you, uh, recognizing you now as a friend, but as the others, uh, not, not, uh, not, not. Sorry, not recognizing them as a friend, only you. Samin will stand up slowly, approach him, and go, "Who are you?" My, my name is Iken. I'm a thief. I work for I work for a. Uh, I can't I can't say his name. He'll have me killed. Tell me his name. We're all friends here. Tell him his I work. name. How about this? His name will kill you. Is his name Regal Clanbrew? No, no. Does it rhyme with Schmaden Schmooky? He he goes by a bunch of different names here. He's the only name I know him by is. 
is Alabaster. He's... I'm assuming Samin does not know that name. No. Um, but, uh, if you... Uh, if any of y'all want to make a history check, you can do that for me. And you can get some info on that. I thought we heard that name before. I thought we heard that name yeah, before. Yeah, I feel like we have. I'll try. I just can't remember where. That's why we need to make a history check. <laughs> yeah, if you make a history check and it's good right. enough, I'll tell you. At least what your character would know. Six. Nope. Six, seven, seven ten. ten, nine. I see Zephyr rolled a 19. Shit, I yeah, got I 19. See that. All right. Yeah, there so we go. as all of you are trying to, as, as all of you are trying to think of what he's talking I'm about, Zephyr, you too. actually remember Donakai talking, or not Donakai? You actually remember here? Actually, no, it was Donakai. You remember Donakai talking it about was. the head of the underground, the head of the criminal underground, talking about this man who oh, yeah. actually goes by many different names. Um, and whenever he brings up Alabaster, you actually remember Donakai bringing up different names and how that actually might be one of the names he goes by. So it's safe to assume that he's actually a thief that works for Alabaster. Any of you know who that is? So, yeah, 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 that's up to you. If you want to tell him, you can. <clears throat> okay, yeah, yeah, I, I relate uh, this to everybody. Yeah, so... I'll say I don't know, but I think we should go So Zephyr kid. just quickly tells you yes. about uh, the, the head of the underground, the head of the criminal underground in, in, in Pathsto, uh, Alabaster. Let's not get too hasty there, Barons. I... Why are you here? This is just... Alabaster, he has trade routes, you know? He can't do business up in the, the actual city. He can't risk getting caught like that. Though I'm sure he could kill that bastard king if he wanted to, but he 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 likes to keep it safe, play it safe. You know why risk assets and resources? So I he always sends me down here to just check out the routes, make sure nothing fishy's going on. I'm gonna, I saw you down here, and I I had to check what was going on. Do you know anything about this room at all? Anything about it? He turns to look at it all, and he just shakes his head and goes. I can't say I do. I didn't even know that thing was down here. I'm down here probably three, four times a day, and I've never even seen this room. Have you seen anyone suspicious? Uh, unlike not any of your conspirators, per se, but anyone else suspicious down here near this area? He, um, he thinks for a moment and goes, I haven't seen anything, but I think I've heard a couple of voices every now and then. I've told Alabaster about it, but he, he insists that nothing's going on. It's fine. So I, I never really make Do you remember anything of what the voices said? Uh, I remember them saying something about big plans coming and big changes about to be made. And they, uh, they talked about the other cities in the kingdom, about Seameat and Aenor and Pathso. I actually, I listened to the whole thing. Just I couldn't move. I had to just sit there and listen so that way I didn't alert them. They talked about... About uh, some monster in sea meat, and uh, some I think they're talking about some goblins in in Anor, and uh, they mentioned Ferris too, and they mentioned some guy I've never heard of him before, at least not in here. And his name was uh, what was it? It was uh, Briegel, Briegel Clan Brew. That's it. They talked about him, and they mentioned him a couple of times, but I I they, I didn't really know what they wanted to do with him. Do you remember what they said specifically about him? Um, they mentioned, uh, let's see, they, they talked about him being, I think, a criminal down in Ferrith. Uh, a big criminal, some big name 
guy down there. And they talked about how he went missing a couple years ago. Maybe they talked about some incident he had ran into. And after that, he just skipped town. He ditched it. And uh, there's rumors that he's still around the, the village, but no one's ever really been able to confirm anything. Is there anything else you know that's been going on in this town that any of the upper class might not want to know? Uh, nothing that's out of the ordinary for Alabaster. He's, or at least he's got some big plans coming. He's, he knows that this. He knows what the state, the kingdom is like right now with, with the rebellion and the rioting. He's using that to his advantage. He's been stretching his range out, his reach, trying to expand it, make more money, get more people to work for him, more underlings like me, and uh, even. Even in some rumors thrown around between me and the other thieves. It sounds like Alabaster's making a big move soon. Sounds like he... He knows that the king is just distressed and, and distracted right now. It sounds like he actually might try and take out the king soon. The good old Tango Tango. The good old Bingo Bango Bongo. What, the able? Do you know anything about... Go ahead, go ahead, Theobald. I just asked, what is this uh, Alabaster like as a person? Like, like, what's his... Like what he looks like or like what he acts like? Any, inform any information. Any information, okay. his mannerisms, um, his, his, mannerism, his appearance. He, he looks around like almost nervously and goes, oh, I shouldn't be talking about this, but... I, I, I don't really know what he looks like. He always keeps his distance just enough for me that I can't see him. There, if I heard some some rumors about what he could be. Some people say he's... What is, it's just broad rumors. It's, it's, it's so far-fetched. Some people say he's a human. Some say he's an elf. Some say tiefling. I've even heard some rumors of him being a half-orc. I really, no one. I bet he's a gnome. A gnome. I bet he's a. But nerd. how he acts, he's he's about as cold as you can get. You know, I've I've been around. I've been on these streets. I've been a thief my whole life, and I've been I've done some bad things, things that that I I almost regret. But he he makes it seem like a cakewalk. He doesn't second guess anything he does. There's there's even some rumor floating around between me and the other thieves that. That one thief just tried to steal just a single copper from him. Just one copper. And he's it's he hasn't been seen since. You know what that means. Interesting. Alright, thank you. Heist time. Now just means slowly stands up from the floor, just kinda Heist. steps up to him and goes If you tell anything Heist. what you've just said or that you've met any of us down here, and she draws the dagger, you will be flayed out like a fish on the streets in the morning. I walk up. He nodded. I walk up to him with the with the with the silver tube and say, "Hey, can you look at this for a second? And it flags." <laughs> he uh, he nods and goes, "All right, all right hey, I understand. I, I, I won't tell anything. Not even alabaster. I swear to you, I won't." Good. Seal is Seal is repeatedly <laughs> repeating the phrase. Highest time until someone acknowledges him. Just carry on now. And don't speak. With that, he turns his head, sheaths his dagger, and takes Heist. off. In almost just a couple of seconds, he's out of view. He's he's very quick. 
Samin sheaths the dagger, glances back at the other party members and just kind of sighs. Seal, would you be quiet for a moment? It's heist time. I do not it's think not. we should pull a heist on the king of the underworld. That sounds like a very no, 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 bad no, no, idea. No, 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 Hear me out. In out. Heist. And where would this heist be taking place? That's Sorry, exactly I, I, I didn't hear what you said. If you asked me something. Okay. No, no, no. I was, asking, I was talking to Seal. Now. Okay. Samin will stop yeah. talking to Seal so, and go examine the cauldron the, the well. or whatever. Okay. Yes. So, uh, as you make your way down there, um, you can see where things would have been. Like, you see different desks and bookshelves, but they're all completely empty. There's whatever trace of evidence that there was someone down here, it's completely gone. And as... Was there anything in that uh, mimic? Like no. when it died. Yeah, we didn't no, check. It, it, just from whenever you split it open, you saw nothing but just uh, just random pieces of junk fall out. Yeah, maybe I shouldn't have split it open. Nah. Yeah. Um. And as you actually move toward the well, um, is there anything that you want to do with it? Any type of check you want to make, or you're just gonna look at it? Uh. Well, you said it was empty, right? How deep does it? So the go? well, when you look down it, it's uh. It's a, it's almost, it's strange, because it looks like normal water, but it's extremely bright, and it's glowing a, this bright blue hue, and as you actually look down the well, um, it goes so far down that it actually goes pitch black, and you actually can't even see the bottom of the well. Shit. It definitely doesn't seem um, right. It definitely seems almost like magical in some way. I'm gonna. Can I try and <laughs> uh, empty out another deals. flask of oil and fill it up with the liquid, trying not to get any on me? Go for it. No, that's that's completely fine. Why are and you not trying to get any on you exactly? I don't know. Now after doing that, Seal is going to walk over to the well. Uh huh. Uh -huh. Oh no. Seal is going to glance to over at Seal. Shape water. Uh -huh. I'm I, I'm gonna I'm gonna walk up behind Seal, put my hand on his shoulder, and go, "Don't do it! I swear to Christ!" And he's going to touch it first with a finger. Okay. I oh, great. make me a wisdom saving throw. Shit. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I didn't expect this. So whenever you touch it, you feel this rush of just arcane energy flow through you instantly. Um, and you feel this burning sensation, but it's not bad. It's almost pleasant. It's almost like a just a warm feeling being to surge through your body. Uh, very different, than, <laughs> very different than, than bare arms. And as you do so, um, you see several images flash in your mind. Um, Uh-oh. One of which, uh, you see three images, actually. One image you see is of uh, the throne room in the castle. Um, and as you're looking at it, you see blood actually going from the front of the actual throne itself. And it curls around to the back of the throne. And you just see a limp arm on the floor behind the throne. But you can't tell what the body is. The second image that flashes is... 
uh, you see the half-elf that you have not seen actually in quite some time, Donakai. You actually see him standing in a dark alleyway, looking ahead with glowing gold eyes. And the last image you see is actually of your party member, Bare Arms. And you see him standing in a tavern room, or a, a, sorry, in like a room in a presumably an inn. And his eyes are solid black. And he has this purple and black markings all over his body. And his left hand is just covered in blood. As the images begin to fade, you hear a single soft voice say to you, Seek out the church of Adrora. What now? I didn't... It's Anthony dropped something. <laughs> it says, what the seek fuck? out Sorry. the church of Adrora. <laughs> and then the voice fades. I thought we already found that. Seal, what happened? Oh, 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 oh man! That's just so you're, just so you're aware, uh, Bear Arms, uh, y'all, you actually, uh, you haven't found the actual Church of Adora yet. You know it's in Pasto, um, and Samine found it in her readings. You just haven't been to the actual church. Oh, yet. Okay, I thought, I thought, I don't know why. I thought we, I thought Redwater Ruins or whatever was no, no, the church originally. Okay, never mind. All right, first off, buddy. Uh, buddy, buddy, warlock, 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 buddy, buddy. It's a me, yes. buddy, buddy, buddy. Give me flask. Which one? Any. She hands him an oil flask. I dump it out, and I, I fucking scoop up some of this water and throw so it in my bag. So now we have two flasks. All right. <laughs> no, no, no. We got one Ooh. full of the water and one full of the goo. Now, all right. Okay. Well, no, I already gave the goo one away. So, I filled another so, one oh, up okay. with the water. So, a couple things. Okay. See, let's a couple things. Number one. The throne. Blood everywhere. Uh, some guy's arm. Uh, all kind of bit fucky. We, uh, something's gonna go down. Probably something bad. Fucking blood everywhere. Uh, number two. Donakai, the half-elf fellow. Uh, definitely should investigate him. He had yellow eyes. That's all I saw that one. Also in an alleyway, but you know, he seems like that kind of guy. Uh, number three. Bear arms, buddy. We're all your friends. We're all friends here. Uh-oh. Are are you afraid of something? Sabine puts your hand in your liquid. You put your hand in the liquid as well. All right, I'll yes. make me a wisdom oh, saving throw. Trust me, I've I've known that one for a while. Yeah, no, 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 like a cult, like like, 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 like So you see also, no, you also see me. three different I, I images, know. though they are different than the ones that Seal is speaking of. <clears throat> one image you see is a uh, is a very dark silhouette. Of a tall being, um, you can't quite make out what race it is, but if you had to take a guess, it looks like a tiefling. You see the uh, you see a pair of long pointed ears, but also uh, a single long horn poking from the forehead. Um, the figure has glowing red eyes, uh, but that's all you can make out of it. The second image to appear. Um, is also in the castle, just like Seal had spoken of. But this time, instead of seeing a throne with blood, 
you see the same prime advisor that you have been weary of this whole time and you see him uh, holding the vial of black goo just smiling as he stares at it finally the last image you see is of a woman a human looking woman with long blue uh, very light blue hair um, her eyes are solid blue and she's wearing very almost angelic ro uh, robe like clothing and as she uh, as you look at her at first it's a still image but then suddenly her head turns to look at you and uh, she says one phrase you must hurry you can't let him take control and then the images fade from your mind as well there was a church. Would, no, not a church. I had a voice that said to find the church of Adrora. Now, what Probably do you see, Samin? Because you're a bit fucked. Samin so will take a moment. What the fuck? Why'd you lick it? <laughs> we're all. We're, I guess we're all taking oh, a chance. I don't know. Uh, we saw something different. You saw. You said you saw the throne. Yes. I saw it as well, but instead of the king, oh, whatever dead body was behind it, I saw the advisor ah. with the black goo. And what does arms look like? Like arms? <laughs> Could be anyone then. But I don't like what. I don't like what he may be planning. Alright. Elaborate. Like let's not mistake. play the fucking let's not play the fucking guess what you mean game here. I, uh, I gave my while story. While talking, You're not just I, gonna say, oh he looks beard. I touched the water camera. Alright, make me a oh wisdom boy. saving throw. Is he gonna fail this one too? <laughs> oh god, I got a uh. nine. Oh boy, so, as you touch it, you feel the same warm sensation that Samin and Seal both felt, but you, your body reacts differently. As you touch it, you, uh... It, it's almost like Lorelei's the, the veins all throughout your body begin to pulse out and can almost be seen across your entire body as they just pulsate this dark purple hue with the occasionally glowing black as well. Um... A, the the burning sensation gets worse and worse as your whole body begins to feel like it's on fire as if you're standing in magma. Um, you hear uh, the voice in your head, the same voice that had been speaking to you, just saying, No, stop it, stop it, stop it, stop it, stop it, stop it, stop it! And it gets louder and louder to the point that your ears begin to ring. And then you fall to the floor. You're not unconscious, but you feel just very, very weak. Korak, are you okay? Uh, Everyone get back. Uh, I, uh, I sit up. Late leaning back is too well. Well, seems like my secret's been spilt already. And I look at the party. It's all back at Redwater Ruins. When that thing exploded, I reached out. Attacked us. The Grindy Goop. Yeah, Grindy Goop, exactly. It did something. 
left me was visions. The first one I saw was quite disturbing. I was sitting in a field, surrounded by guts, gore, and viscera. Dead bodies everywhere, covered probably head to toe in blood. But it was not me. I was not the one who was there. Not my body, it was someone else's. But they said something. Like this was the future that was coming. The future that was planned. And then I heard them later. And they said that they're very pleased that I've chose me. And I believe just touching that liquid proved that something is very wrong. One thing I'd like to point out is as you sit up and look back up at the party, everyone notices immediately that Bear Arms' left arm looks different. The Uh veins on near his hand are still able to be seen they still have that slight purple hue to them and the black glow and as you look at his hand it almost looks like it's necrotic almost it the skin is slightly wrinkled and stretched the fingers look slightly more bony and the fingernails almost look like they started to shape into a type of claw we need to cut off your hand no wait Bro, look at it! I think this is something more. It's not. It's not that simple. Cutting my hand off would probably just make it worse. This reaction happened whenever you touched the goo, right? Or the water? I don't think the water did it. I think what's inside me did it as a reaction to the water. I. And if. Not good. What god did you say this was, Seal? The name. The religion, uh, the church. A drawer. From the book of the gods, like she's gonna, Simeon's gonna take it out and flip, start flipping through it. Is there is, is a drawer in yeah. there? Yeah, she, she's, she's the, the rival the goddess, goddess of. And, uh, she is the opposite of. She's the rival goddess of Anubis. Would the woman I saw in my visions bear any resemblance to what, like, a visage of... Yeah, yes, actually, you see a very, very crudely drawn image of a woman on the actual page talking about Adrora, and it almost perfectly resembles the actual vision that you had seen. The, the pale white lady with the blue hair and blue eyes and the angelic robes, it's almost an exact match of what you had seen. Is there a... Uh... Is there, a church, is there a church of the drawer somewhere in the city? Or is it somewhere else? Do we know? She has several churches throughout the kingdom. Couldn't find anybody. But want to find one. Does anybody have any loose cloths that I can drape around I, my neck? I, I have some. Uh, here, let me just grab it from my bag. She's going to take the common clothes she has. Uh, she's usually just been wearing this, her traveler, kind of darker more built for stealth travel and clothing. She's going to take out her common clothing from her bag and just kind of rip off like the her shirt and stuff and kind of wrap it up into like a bandage or sleeve or something mm-hmm. for his arm. Well, I just need like a sling just to cover oh. it. So, 
She'll okay. do that. So as this is happening, um, bare arms, you hear one more thing. Except this isn't that same voice. In fact, it's a message. Uh, um, and it is the you hear the voice of the prime advisor from the castle, and uh, you hear him say. Bear Arms, listen, if you can hear me, I need you and your party to report up now. There's something going on with the other Goliath, and I need you to put a stop to it now. I I hold my head, the voice literally ringing through my brain, causing quite some pain. I look up to the party. Uh, the advisor. He needs us. I don't know How do you know? I, he contacted me some way. I don't know. Probably through uh, message, message spell or something similar. Maybe Something. Speak. But he said we need to go. He said Gabriel's gone crazy or something. At this, I... I don't even know how, how I remember. Like, you could, like, something, hit, something hits me when I hear that. Just... No, like, like your whole body kind of just tenses up a little bit. Yeah. Not really noticeably, but a little noticeably. Hmm. I, I, I lift myself up to my feet. I uh, put my shield away because my shield arm is... Uh, I feel like my arm isn't like messed up. Like, no, you, I could probably it's still use completely my arm still, right? It just, it's starting to look yeah. very misshapen. Okay. And is it getting worse over time, or did it, like, do that and just kind of stop? Um, you really can't tell if it was getting like that as the days were progressing, but if you had to take a guess, it probably was starting over time, but that really, really uh, advanced it. It sped really it uh, sped it up. Okay. Okay. I, I get up and pull, or I get up and go, all right, damn, let's... Uh... Let's head out. Let's see what the as much going as I on. don't trust that advisor, if something's going on with the other Goliath, well, yeah, if, if he's anything like you, he maybe do some damage. I think it's best to stop him right now. As I said, he's a bit easier to get over than I am. You're fucked. Right. So uh, I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. Let's go. Let's go. Stop. So, as everyone begins to get up and get themselves, regain their composure, and make their way back out of the room and out to the sewers, uh, you can't help but wonder just how bad the situation is going to get with bare arms and these strange occurrences going on, as well as what could just be happening up in top, uh, up above the sewers with Gabriel and his group. And it is with, with that, we will end the session. Damn, it's fucking interesting. That's a good